0: Previously,
1: on Elite Weekend. Someday, I think you and me are gonna
2: end up bloody. How about now? I'm free right now. Beneath this mask, there is more than flesh. Beneath this mask, there is an idea, Mr. Creedy, and ideas
3: are bulletproof. I'm not gonna be a policeman. There's a reason you separate the military and the police. One fights the enemy of the state, the other serves and protects the people. When the military becomes both, then the enemies of the state tend to become the people.
0: Welcome, welcome, everyone. I hope you guys are feeling great tonight. This is Elite Week, episode 25 for Friday, July 24th, 2020, The Galactic Water Cooler. With me, as always, is Commander Roy Cookson. Say hello, Roy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey. We also have Arson Cross tonight with us, who is also doing the tech and the stream. Say hello, Arson.
3: Good evening everybody. It's happy to be here. Or I'm happy to be here unless I'm it. I'm not sure though. You've just that's it. You're a robot. That's <laughs> it. We're outsourcing
0: your job to India. Uh, also tonight we have with us uh, also tonight we have with us the uh, super super sexy uh, Mal for the win. That's right. Just we thought I was gonna guys. I, I thought you
1: were gonna say the other one. <laughs> Hello Mal. How are you guys doing?
0: fantastic fantastic excellent Excellent. doing well Doing very well and also we have uh uh with us tonight psychic the uh the brains of the operation i mean
4: sure i won't argue with that
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man i won't argue with that (laughs) all right and uh we're gonna start the night off with a little adult beverage just to get us going um man what a night what a week this has been so why don't we start off with uh make sure that we hit all of the stream stuff that you're supposed to do all the plugs elite week youtube so first off we now have the uh custom url whatever for so it's just youtube.com forward slash elite week for the podcast, it's anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week. We've got uh, the email, if you want to write into us, is EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. And my Twitter is twitter.com forward slash Kai19103. And Elite Week discord, tinyurl.com forward slash Discord. That is all of the places to find us. So if you're listening to us on the podcast and you're like, Hey, man, I want to see some more of these show notes or, or whatever. That's where you go to the YouTube. If you're listening to us on the YouTube and you want the podcast, that's where you go to write in, et cetera, et cetera. And for all of it, the best thing is to join the Discord. Come in. We've got like 1,500 people now uh, in here. Come join us. There's tons of rooms and 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 discussions and posts and different things that you can see and be a part of. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we love all that. And then, obviously... Please, uh, if if you enjoy the show, give us a nice little write up on iTunes or uh, you know uh, what is it Uh, Google Podcasts and Spotify and whatever else, Uh, and then you know click like and subscribe on the YouTube to make sure that you see when we go out. But just no matter what it says on the times, because we sometimes have technical difficulties. But no matter what it says. We record every week Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, which right now with Daylight Savings comes out to midnight uh, UTC, so server time, midnight. And, uh, yeah, and I definitely, definitely want to hit the fact, uh, thank you for uh, that awesome song, Ship in a Bottle, by Toko So, Commander Tom Cook. Uh, Tom is working on a little something, a little project. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to unveil that in the next uh, week or two. So, uh, yeah. So those are all of the podcast intro. And with that out of the way, let's dive into the show. All right. Let's start off with Psychit and Mal for the win. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing really
1: well, thank you. Doing really good. Yeah. Thanks for having us on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. I want to start right off the bat with the, the plugs. We're going to do those at the beginning and at the end because because you guys are are two beautiful people that definitely need need to get the all of the love because we're we're oh, super super on. we're it's super happy oh, happy to have here. <laughs> so we've got psychit on twitch is just twitch.tv forward slash psychit P-S-Y-K-I-T. Mal for the win on Twitch is Twitch T V forward slash Mal for the win. M-A-L-F-O-R-T-H-E-W-I-N, all one word. The Flight Assist Podcast can be found at flightassistpodcast.com. That's a hard one to remember. <laughs> and for the Flight Assist Discord, guys, go. Don't just listen to the show. The show's great, okay? I've listened every week, uh, and they're phenomenal. Uh, one thing I really love about the show, I love that you guys do that thing, and I don't know if it's on purpose or just a, a, as a goof, but... Uh, th- th- like friends used to always do the show and the, the, the name of the show would be the one with something yeah. and it would yeah. be like a thing yep. that happened every show you guys it's like like this week was the one with the burp hit and yep you know yeah so i love that it's but, a little but, bit of a tip of the hat to that <laughs> mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful well don't just listen to the podcast you also have to go to uh discord.io forward slash flight assist podcast Get join that community and get in on all of the stuff that's going on because there's even more for you to see behind the scenes there that uh, that should be awesome and and it, it, when you have a good podcast uh, uh, I'm told I don't I wouldn't know anything about it but <laughs> what, what I'm told is that when you have a good podcast it leads to like awesome conversations and some of those conversations man if you really want to get your feedback in on on your thoughts on something or like hey I really loved this and hey man I, I i really you know this week was Burr and rainy who you know i i i just absolutely am madly in love with both of them they're they're phenomenal phenomenal human beings um of the highest order and and yeah i i've it, it's just crazy so yeah get it go over there get in on the discussion because the discussion goes on even further on their discord yep there's a flight assist Discord. Yes, space hero. That is correct. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, there is. And now you know where to find it. And uh, yeah, so get on, get in on that. And so the let's,
1: Discord is relatively new, so it's it's a a constantly expanding set of channels and, and interactions. So
0: beautiful. All right, let's start off with psychic, because um, we're gonna do both of you. So let's let's start. We gotta pick one. Let's start with psychic, ladies first. Um, I love your streams. I love like you guys each have your own thing that you bring to the game. Sort of Mal is like the absolute best at all of his like computer programming type stuff where, you know, somebody raids like it was literally asked on uh, Twitter today. Somebody said, hey, of all the streamers who does the best? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, raid response and i said there is zero question there are many people that have phenomenal raid responses mal for the win has the best his thing is like all of that computer programming stuff and skill with like making all of the doodads do the things your skill i find is a much more sort of personal touch uh in 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 sort of connecting with people and and just the 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 great casual conversations you guys both do a lot of general stuff so you're doing different kind of things i think mal is maybe a little more on the exploration side and you are for sure heavy into the bgs stuff i dabble (laughs) yeah you dabble okay all right all right so tell me tell me a little bit i mean i obviously the phenomenal interview that you guys had to start off, where you interviewed each other on the on the launch day of it, you know, I, I heard your story about how you got into the game. But for those people who maybe have not heard it, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got in on the game and and the things that you love?
4: Okay, um, yeah, I'm I've been playing. I'm relatively latecomer to Elite in general. Um I have um my best friend um has played elite since it was on the bbc micro so um he's very much um he was very much a steering force to me um joining Mm -hmm. joining the game and um I i was pretty much just sick of playing third wheel to my best mate and my husband playing elite dangerous together so um, I went okay. I'll, I'll pick it up, and they were like, "You can you can pick it up. See how you get on. See if you're going to enjoy it. Um, you probably won't, but um, it's always discounted in um, in, um, in on Steam." So I picked it up, and haven't really looked back. Three accounts later, you know.
0: <laughs>
4: but yeah, wow. I, I I adore it. It's my it's my
0: thing. hmm mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Three accounts three accounts later
4: well three and then the two ones that i look after for pa but <laughs> so yeah five. Just so just five, five accounts
0: only yeah, five we come to mention
4: it maybe five yeah
0: so let me ask you um why 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 are you slacking how why not an even dozen
4: those are rookie numbers right <laughs> those are rookie because num- there's not enough time in the day man
0: <laughs> yeah i believe me i know that feeling. <laughs> believe me i know that feeling beautiful all right well, let's jump over to Mal for a little bit and then we'll we'll bring you back in for the the happy couple. So Mal, as I said, the thing that I love most about your podcast and it's, it's or your stream rather, and it might seem bad to, to almost say this, but it's like you do also, you're great at the personal connection and the excitement and the talking with people and explaining things. And both of you, both you and Psychit 100% are like, I've seen you both, stop dead what you're doing drop everything and go just deep into the weeds helping somebody out with like they have a question they have a problem like you guys are both lovely lovely people and so i don't want to just make it sound like you're this robot or whatever but you are kind of a programming god when it comes to sort of just making all of the stream do the crazy things that i'm like how how does he do that like it's all it's like your, some of your stuff is like, it's like film level quality of like, what the hell is this?
1: I, I have two cheats I can share with you. And and I don't know that I necessarily went into these when I was doing my my uh, interview on the podcast on Flight Assist. But mm. the, uh, the right out of high school, I went to Savannah College of Art and Design and my major was film and video production, and specifically computer animation. Mm. So I've been dabbling in... Animation and visual effects and, you know, things like After Effects and uh, that sort of tool since 1990, something, something, something. Um, so quite a few years that under my belt. And then what I do for work is uh, interactive uh, training courses uh, like online multimedia training and not like click next to continue, but like full immersive, um, you know, everything from 360 videos to VR stuff to. Um, interactive, you know, websites and and things where it's like um, it's more of an immersive interaction experience than just like a static web page. So I'm able to take luckily, since OBS works with browser sources and uh, most of the tools that we have for Elite Dangerous have some sort of API that you can tap into. That opens up a lot of windows if you know how to kind of marry those two worlds together and have mm-hmm. it feed into a browser source, then kind of like the world is your oyster. So um, so I, I I use my work and school knowledge to to perform Twitch wizardry, I think is the
0: best way to put it. <laughs> beautiful, man. That's beautiful. All right. So I I've got a bone to pick with you, mister. You owe me <laughs> now for the win. <laughs> I came onto your stream and I paid my thousand, whatever weird points were. Channel points. Yes. I spent my, you could tell I'm a very high tech person and I know all (laughs) of the stream lingo. Uh, I paid my thousand channel points. And I asked you to list five uh, wonderful things about your, your podcast wife. And I think that you got raided and then things got busy and whatever. I think you might owe me one or two, so I'm going to ask you right now. I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me three awesome things about your podcast, Wife psychic
1: We we circle back around and got the last two at the end, but I knew you had already left. I was like, God, <laughs> oh, he's not going to so let me
0: live this down.
1: He's uh, not going to let me. <laughs> um, basically, what I said about uh, what I said about psychic is I I really love kind of some of the same stuff that you brought up. I love the way that she's able to solidify community mm-hmm. that. She's able to take um kind of a um in in addition to that so so like one is that friendly nature, that community that that ability to to kind of rally the troops together and get them all pointed in the same direction and um and then kind of a caveat to that, which would mm. be a number two is her enthusiasm for elite dangerous is absolutely infectious and Beautiful. and not in not in the normal way, like I'm watching somebody online. I see what they're doing, and I want to emulate that. Like people I watch people come into her chat and say, like I was thinking about buying this game. and after watching her stream for three hours, they bought a copy, and they're already out of the starter zone. like nice. it's that infectious. Um that's two. I have to come up with three. Oh, I'll give you since you didn't hear this one, the last one I said was,, uh, she's a dog and cat person.
4: I wish that very, was more true
1: very rare very (laughs) rare find in humanity usually you're either one or the other she has both she has doggos and catos which i think uh speaks speaks a very positive uh very positive thing about her
0: Mm -hmm. okay so now we're gonna turn the tables and i I don't have stream points but i'll 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 email you a 20 dollar bill later uh, psychic. I want your the top three things that you love about your podcast husband.
4: Mal is, without a shadow of, the, of a doubt, the most helpful human being on this planet. He will... He will go out of his way. There's times when I've happened to mention something that I would quite like doing. And then the next thing I know, he's given me, a, he's um, DM'd me a 20 minute vid- video tutorial. And I'm not joking that genuinely did happen. <laughs> and I still refer to it when I'm doing any of the stuff that I do. I still refer to it. He is, he will drop everything and go to help somebody. Well, you um, know why,
0: right? Because,
4: because. he's amazing.
0: Well, but I mean, why he sent you a tutorial is because, and he said this before on his stream, that you are an, I think the way he said it was an autodidact, that you are a type Mm -hmm. of person that you are just, like, you don't want someone to do it for you, you want to, like, pick it apart and learn it and, yeah. and do all of that, which is awesome.
4: Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather learn it myself. I've since not having the qualifications that Mal has had or anything, but since I was like 14, I have dabbled in um, different Photoshop's and different, different types of uh, like animation studios and things like that. Just like having a play um, with making little animated gifts of people and all of that stuff. And that started from when I was really, really young and to be able to apply that now is or like to apply that for what i'm doing i'm incredibly grateful for and mal is he's so good And um, the second thing we're on two now he's uh-huh. so so good at sort of encouraging you and encouraging you to not be better but to be your best be the best version of yourself he's so good at that and he's so supportive and he's um uh-huh. He's p- properly a rock. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I've not known Mal for a huge amount of time. I think we probably have known each other pushing on nine months Something around like that, that sort of thing, maybe a tiny bit longer than that. But it's like he, he he is so so supportive and so helpful. Um and I know I know both of those kind of sit on each other a little bit. Um and my third thing is his dogs are really nice. Yeah. <laughs> i'm cooking it, out
1: they tea you because they just started barking i don't know why. <laughs> oh.
0: what what it was is they're like i want to share some lore yeah <laughs> exactly exactly the dogs of lore cry havoc and, and let slip the dogs of lore yes beautiful beautiful all right well now let's let's talk about the flight assist podcast um a podcast
4: there's a podcast. What?
0: Yeah. So okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you noobs. Let me just break the news. You. There's a new awesome podcast in town, and it's so sort of, it's so cool and it's so refreshing. It it it's very very different than anything else because what you guys do instead of like I mean what we do is is a talk show of all the news of elite and yada yada yada, and it's sort of sort of I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's good. It is what it is. I think it's uh but it's it's very tied to the time. Whereas what I'm sort of jealous of is a concept that you guys have come across where you guys aren't doing a podcast about Elite Dangerous. You guys are doing a podcast about the people who play Elite Dangerous and asking them. Interesting questions and whatnot, and that makes it timeless in a way. Like today, we're going to discuss, you know, the Dark Wheel update and patch dot three stuff and whatever, and that's super interesting, I think, for people right now. But when you look at like your interview with Burr uh, and Reini uh, or, or or you know Warlord or or Tater Tot or you know, I love Crispy. Oh my God, he's so good. <laughs> or, or just just any anybody. It's 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 a it's a very timeless piece that somebody can can click on that interview uh with crispy, you know, a year from now and it's still gonna be just as good. Whereas this one right here, I think if you hear it a year from now, you're gonna be like, Well, that's a lot of stuff that happened one random week a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting coming up with a formula. We started out
1: um Gosh, psychic! Like how it was a stuff nightmare. We, it was. It was ridiculous.
4: We 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 rather sensibly now. Now I look back on it, but we we had a discussion about starting starting a podcast, and we'd planned so much stuff. We'd planned like different focuses each week, different bits and pieces here and there. Um, and we got to a point where we went, we 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 did that thing where we went, okay. We're just not going to talk about it for three weeks. And we didn't. We we just sat on it for like three weeks. And then when we came back to it, um, we'd both done um, we'd both definitely been talking about it to people. We were really enthusiastic with this idea of starting something along those lines. And then um it was it kind of just sort of um became the bits that we were really, really excited about were the bits where we were talking to other commanders and leaning on our our strength is like chatting it's chatting to people we we both love talking to people so um why not why not just focus on that and also we thought kind of thought or oh, we might not get enough to put out a weekly podcast yeah um
0: yeah. Hey, so meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile you guys are like three months ahead up, of we're, we're yep. pretty
4: much bucked up until christmas now yeah. Um yep. which is wonderful and, and we i certainly didn't expect that to happen. Um yeah. we, I can tell you can tell that I know that because I do all the mm. scheduling. She does <laughs>
1: she is all the scheduling.
4: But um we have um yeah, we, we managed to sit down and work out exactly what we wanted to do in coming back and um rather than make it like this big talking about things that are exactly are time sensitive, um we wanted to have that more let's talk about the community and focus on the, the the humans that are actually picking up and flying around the galaxy. Cause they all have their yeah. own stories to tell.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. I dig that. Yeah. I dig that a lot.
1: I had like a, 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 like I hadn't thought about the timeless part, but that's, that's a really good point. Like we could in theory drop episodes, pre-record 20 episodes and drop them in any order we wanted to. Um, because like you were saying, it doesn't matter what's happening that week you know, an, an interview with Commander Burr and Rini is still an interview with Commander Burr and Rini. Um, What we had thought about, like one of the things that we had thought about, <laughs> mm-hmm. one of the things we had thought about was, um, uh, you know, if we if if we distilled down to, there, there was kind of two things that kept coming back up is, one, we, we can appreciate some salt and some good hearty discussion around what you do and don't like about the game, but what's the easiest way to keep that from happening unless we want it to. Uh And we realized that the way was to not talk about the game itself, talk about the people playing it. And, and then you, then you don't have to worry about what if I want to interview somebody who just really hates the game right now, Because of some mechanic, some patch, something like that, you can still bring them on and interview them because you can always direct the conversation back to yeah, I hear you. It sucks what's happening with tritium. But what about what was your favorite thing that happened before that? Like, what was the thing you you know? You can always redirect away from it without it sounding like you're diminishing the discussion Uh around that issue.
0: Well, also too with the as you said with the nature of the questions when you get into you know favorite ship least favorite ship you know uh, power play leader this that and the other it's going to direct people sort of away from any one particular gripe or whatever into yeah. like oh, well, what is my favorite ship let's look into it or hey yeah. man what, what first got you excited or, or whatever and first off let me just say that that is just a silly question to ask you should not be asking people who their favorite power play is because there is only one answer that is acceptable and that is the people's princess. Can we all agree? That is that is correct. It's
1: kind of a trick question. It's, it's, a, it's along the same line of the questions about like, the, is there a free Anaconda at Hutton Orbital or is there a free fleet carrier out at Beagle Point? We all know the answer to this, but you ha- you kind of got to ask him anyway. You it's
4: know. just a bit of fun, right at the end, <laughs> and it's um, it's it's really it's nice, and we we have a giggle over it, and um, we we end like a sometimes sometimes especially there were some coming up where yeah. we have some really com- um really serious questions, some really serious stuff. conversations, yep. and there's a there is a there is. It's it's a beautiful, I'm not going to say who it is, but it's a beautiful, beautiful episode. And we talk about some really, uh, really heavy things that have happened in this person's life and how, how elite has um, been a part of that. And um, we then go, okay, let's do this fun round. And we're still all laughing and enjoying ourselves at the end. So um, it's not as blunt as that for sure. But um, yeah, it's a good
0: well, let me just say that better not be Plater because that'll be the one that chokes me up. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, yeah, I'll be so choked up. I, I I love that guy. And I'm I'm so just, just a little sidetracked, but I am so, so thrilled. His, his updates lately, all of his mm-hmm. stuff is going mm. in the right direction. And it's like, yeah. oh, thank you, God. Yeah, for a while there, things did not look good.
1: It, like he was kind of absent from social media and I was getting really worried about him, but I'm so happy that uh that you know recently it looks like things may be a little bit better for him so
0: oh yeah all right but yes just chat is all everyone in chat is absolutely <laughs> agreeing. The people's princess the, the people have that hair
1: it's that blue hair
0: it's you know for me what it is is that she's uh number one she's anti-slavery which come yep. on that's pretty cool and then number two uh i, I don't care what you say. She is modeled after Inara from Marina from, from, yes. uh, uh, Baccarin. Yes. yes. I, is, I've said that so many times. Thank you. Thank yes. you. She oh. is Inara. Zach Hudson is that dude from that was in the, the Terminator movie. He's Robert was, Patrick. Yep. Yeah, that's him. Yep. And and she is most definitely uh uh Inara from Inara Sarah, from, yeah. Yes. And like oof, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm on board. All Agreed. right. Agreed. So Awesome. Awesome. I'm I'm so glad. Now, before we wrap up the, the little interview section, and and I hope that you guys are gonna stay with us and continue on with all of the yeah, hydrings. We'll hang but, out for
1: a little while. Cool absolutely
0: beautiful. But before we move on, is there anything that, that you guys wanted to hit? You wanted to plug? You wanted to whatever? Oh, you know what? We didn't Monday, every Monday, the new the new episode drops of uh Flight Assist. So go yep. get it and it's now it's everywhere. It was. I was yep. looking for it every week on Apple. I was like, when are they going to click approve? When are they? When are they? When are they? And as yep. of, like, last week's, it was on. So it was like, yeah. yeah.
1: Yep, it it is. It's now on, I think, everywhere except for Pandora. I think it's the only one that we haven't seen it pop on yet. So, um, yep, every every Monday it drops. Sometimes it's Monday afternoon-ish US time, but we usually try to get it out early morning so that it's, you know, kind of early... It's normally morning, early before I... In the,
4: yeah, UK, it's normally yeah. before I before I start my stream at twelve, Beautiful. um, UK time. There will there will tend to be a podcast out unless we run into any sort of technical difficulties.
0: Yep. Mm. Beautiful. All right. Well, let's dive into the rest of the stuff. Like, we're going to go straight from strength to strength, guys. We're going next up. We have the Dark Wheel update. All right. So just the short version. We're three and zero in the election in Anyanwu and the invasion of hr 4979 uh we own lft 926 and we're the highest percentage in Shinrada desra although we're not allowed to own it because it's locked to the uh uh what is it the uh, P, uh pilots. pilots federation yeah i was gonna say the pf so for the record we're three and zero in both conflicts So we stick with it and we should have won both the invasion and the election by tomorrow morning's tick so in just a few hours This is perfect time for us to boost the hell out of Anyanwu all weekend and get massive gains. The next jump from Anyanwu should put us, fingers crossed, just within Sight of Seoul, And we're going to have one further jump uh, to get to our super secret squirrel target location, which we're not going to say where it is just because we don't want people screwing us over. But from that location, the next expansion will be to test if we can slide into that empty slot there's one space in Seoul that's reserved for somebody and maybe it's us maybe it's not who knows maybe it's set aside for future content of some something but we're gonna test it and either way it's a beautiful thing to bring the uh, dark wheel to the cradle of humanity and from there then we get to do the fun thing this is what I know everybody really wants which is to push to 509 this is the one that i'm excited for i know you're excited for but we had to get to seoul first that was that's that's the first goal then we're gonna go see what happens in 509 the most interesting system in the galaxy all of a sudden so join us and uh let's let's see if something weird happens everybody jump in what are your thoughts any 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 input
2: I just think it's a super exciting time. I mean, it's continued, uh, continued successes here and, uh, we're on the, we're on the, we're like the next step is the next step where we're on the cusp of something to, to prove one of the major, major points of the experiment. So exciting times and, and the, and the supports continue to be strong. So that's really good to see.
0: Beautiful. Arson, I know you've been doing some stuff, uh, in the, in the zones.
3: I have been doing a lot of stuff in the zones. (laughs) I I have been having a lot of fun. There's been uh, a ton of community engagement. Uh, Lots of people uh, joining up into voice on the Elite Week Discord, doing Wings and the CZs uh, mission running together. Uh, And then there's also... you know, a lot of stuff happening uh, where people are like, "Okay, we've we've done enough for our uh, transactions for the day. Let's go mm-hmm. do something else." You know, Thargoid hunting or uh, doing yeah. our uh, Elite Week group that we did with uh, some SAP eight core tests and Thargoid DMPs that unfortunately failed. Like, there's all kinds of things going on. that People really well, should uh,
0: take a look. That's the thing. There's no such thing as
3: a failure in a uh, in an
0: experiment. It's either yeah. just, you just you run it and you see what results you get, and everything that you. Mark- Mark, off the list is one step closer to finding something that does do something. So, yep. it's all for a, momentum.
1: I was going to say the same thing I was going to say. That was one of Thomas Edison's uh, precept was there is no such thing as a failure. All you've done is learned one more way something doesn't work that you thought it did. So you move on to the next one. So mm-hmm. there's there's really no way to fail as long as you've learned something from the experience.
0: Right on. And there's been so many, I can't tell you how many different streamers. I mean, Plater last week did a stream on it, Scorpius, DH397, uh, Admiral Flaps. uh, Mm -hmm. So many, so many people I've seen. And they're like, yeah, we're just doing some stuff for the Dark Will. And it's like, oh, my God, that's awesome, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anybody else have anything to add in on the Dark Will before we move on? All right. So next up, we've got, uh, the interview that I did with Frontier early in the week. It was Elite Week episode 24. If you have not heard it for some reason, or, you know, and you're hearing this, definitely go back and check out Elite Week episode 24. The, uh... I don't know. I think it was a pretty interesting interview. I think I sort of took him into some deep waters and we had some interesting conversations about things that are kind of a little sort of off the norm, off the 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 sort of beaten path of of uh of interviews. Does anybody have anything that they were like, "Hmm, I, I thought this was interesting or that was interesting?"
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Qu- uh, Roy. <clears throat> I was going to say I I uh it may be obvious but I just think it's special that Arthur's like the 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 pilots community manager you know mm. having played the game so so long and and having that perspective and I I thought it was especially interesting you know hearing how he compared the two and especially you know I I think part of it was there's a there could be a uh, a tendency to say well this is how we have to explain how devs um the challenges devs have or the challenge community managers have and he went straight to look the the responsibility of people playing the game is to enjoy the game they, mm. they shouldn't have the burden of understanding what's going on or having to make excuses or learn what's going on behind the curtain to feel good about things coming out we should make them feel good about things coming out because we've done it properly and i, th- I thought that was really refreshing
0: for sure for sure i thought that was awesome and arthur tweeted me just like an hour or two ago he was like Hey man, thank you so much. It was great. I I would love to come on again. And I sent him back a message like, here's an open invite. <laughs> come whenever. <laughs> All right. So Arson, what were your uh, you you had some stuff you wanted to say?
3: I I was just going to throw in that I vastly appreciated the fact that uh the stance you took with the interview wasn't one of uh what about this feature and that feature and this feature getting a different stance and engaging Uh, the community managers on something that they could actually talk about was was fantastic. I think that was one of the the better interviews that I think I've ever seen. So uh, definitely props to you for that, Kai. Thank you, man. Thank you. Very, very cool. Did did any of our guests have a chance to
0: check it out?
1: Um, I've not listened to it myself yet. It's on my listen. uh, I typically don't have time to listen to podcasts during the week. I do them on the weekends. So that one will be on my list for probably tomorrow evening while we're while i'm figuring out what to cook for dinner
0: nice nice yeah that's that's the thing about our show is that it's uh it's very uh you can literally you can put it on an ipad uh or put it on a you know on your phone or whatever put it on the side and while you're put the headsets in and while you're mowing the lawn or cooking dinner or doing you know whatever it's there all right and uh, I, I feel bad like I'm putting people on the spot, but did uh, it's like I don't want to like skip past you either? No, so.
4: I listened to the first half of it. Okay, um, I haven't listened to all of it. Um, a um, again, there was not enough time in the day at the moment. There was a lot of stuff <laughs> going on. Yeah. Um, um, but um, I really I find um I find Arthur incredibly refreshing. Mm. i'm i'm very excited um about talking to him and from what you've just said about like him, i did hear him say the thing about the the um the community's job is to play the game which is Mm. absolutely great um and i think what echoed with um that kind of echoed the sentiment we had bruce on the podcast a couple of weeks back Mm -hmm. and And Bruce was saying very similar things about, like, being very... He was incredibly open and it was really, really refreshing and sort of pointing out how, yes, we know that there are things that need improving. And I think from sort of my experience when I've been dealing with... um, with the devs sort of historically through different sort of like frontier run programs with um, the larger player factions and those kind of things. um, It's very refreshing now to see people um, openly admitting that there are improvements to be made. I'm super positive about that.
0: Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I, it seems like their entire sort of philosophy is, is, much more towards engagement now. And, and, and that's not to call out anybody that's come before. Part of it is the team and what they're putting forth. Part of it is also, you know, just the fact that like it has to come from an area of they, they can only say what they're allowed to say. And I think that the company, the corporation seems to be sort of aiming more towards an engagement sort of uh, footing right now. And, and part of it, in fairness to Frontier, I'll say this. They had a massive leak they had sort of a run of a couple of sort of bad uh, sort of PR things with with the way some of the stuff previous to that leak was sort of uh, responded to. So kind of made sense that they might have been on a little bit more of a defensive putting footing putting defensive footing uh, as of like a year ago or whatever. but I think they're coming out of that and they're moving more in an open, in an open way and and i totally totally dig that i'm excited for what's to come all right let's move on to slaughter bowl slaughter bowl is an srv demolition derby that's happening on sunday um in the show notes we've got the reddit link for the event we've got uh there's a video that shows you where to get to the crater that The event is going to be in it's one of those big massive craters that's got the little anthill in the middle of it and we also have the event discord for the uh for the actual event so this is just going to be everyone shows up you bring an srv and you do your best to murder each other uh seems like it's going to be a fun time guys any 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 thoughts anybody planning on attending anybody got any uh uh any thoughts on it
2: I know Arson was planning on going to the endurance event. I might check out this slaughter bowl. Uh, I, I like that it's it's, uh, it's kind of like unlimited class. Like they're uh, mm-hmm. you know, actively encouraging everyone to get premium uh, synth on uh, on everything. Um, it's it's yeah, no holds barred. It's going to be fun. I think uh, there's a little video also in the Reddit link
5: mm-hmm. um,
2: that shows you how to get to the place. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty simple and mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So,
0: yeah, it should be the, a kick-ass time. So we've got Arson, who's doing the long-distance, you know, high-tech race rally where it's like skill, and you're trying to shave seconds, and you're trying to figure out your route. And then we've got Roy, who's like, "I'm gonna show up and shoot a guy in the face." Yep, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I
1: am beautiful. That guy.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Love the Amos lines. All of the Amos lines. <laughs> All right. So check out Slaughter Bowl. Next up we got Operation Ida. Operation Ida is mission complete. Now, this is information taken from uh, the Reddit post of uh, Black OA. Uh, In 2.5 years, in addition to repairing 146 stations, they made a bunch of friends along the way, took people inside a Thargoid structure, helped players get their Guardian modules, played Geyser Hopscotch, and at the end, they literally... Uh, so the last six days, they were averaging more than a station a day. Uh, and, and literally, on, on the last one, they did a thing where they had everybody lined up and it was almost sort of like an event. They emptied 25,000 tons of a fleet carrier in 15 minutes. That's just crazy. In addition to the link that we have uh, with all of the information on this in the show notes, we also have the full station repair list that shows everything that they did over this time. Huge salute to Operation Ida. You guys are heroes, and take a break. Everybody enjoy your well-deserved rest because stuff is coming soon, and you're going to be back to work before you know it. All right, let's go around the horn. Roy, your thoughts on this?
2: I just thought that the focus they took in this, that, like Reddit post you mentioned, um, it wasn't just about. I mean, it's a grand effort to repair all those stations, but as in any effort that involves that many people, it's all about the, the, the relationships and friendships and all the fun times they had and all these all these other activities that uh, got done along the way. So it's it's a huge kudos to them, and I'm, I'm sure it was a lot of treasured memories they're they're always going to remember. So, Good
3: beautiful, job. beautiful arson. Uh, the. The 15 minute carrier unload blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, That's for sure. Of it. Yeah. All right. And let's start with psychic.
0: We're going to mix it up here. We're going to, you think we're going to zig, but we zag psychic. What do you think? I
4: th- I just think it's a great achievement for them. I personally, I don't think I've done any of Operation Ida, um, but I'm a- obviously aware there are people within my player faction that have um, have done stuff for them, and um, and they were even sort of dropping into my stream. I think they finished while I was streaming, and mm. it was um, it was very cool. It was very cool. We had a little celebration and that mm. kind of thing. I didn't really do the repairing the stations. I just got the revenge.
0: and I wanted to save Mal for last because just last week when I hopped on his stream, he was doing a little op Ida. So Mal. Yeah, we've I've, uh, I've done a few streams over the last uh,
1: year or so where we've helped out Operation Ida at various points, you know, during their, during their process. And it's, um, I really like the fact that even though this is the end of their original mission, they realize, and this is kind of to echo, um, uh, a little bit of what's already been said but they they recognize they've built not just a a you know a group of people who completed a mission but a community so they're fully prepared to look for other ways to be of benefit to the game uh, yeah. outside of stations like if stations happen to not get damaged anymore they're already looking at what else can we do as a community to help benefit the game in the same way that we did with the stations that need to be repaired. So it's yeah. really nice to, to be, to kind of like look back on all those accomplishments and, and say, you know, I only probably to- moved the total of, you know, 10,000, 15,000 tons worth of cargo myself, but that's the beauty of it. It took all of us together, each moving 1,000, 2,000, 10,000, a hundred thousand tons worth of cargo to hmm. repair all 146 stations everybody had to do their own little part
0: yeah it takes a village to raise a station there you go (laughs) (laughs) okay so look first off yes hats off to ida you guys are amazing in this era of you know we've got right now we've got the hot new thing is communities are you know like what's that song sisters are doing it for themselves communities are doing it for themselves we've got the dark wheel thing that we're doing the axi is doing their their cccg um in in this era of all of this stuff you know it's 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 easy to forget if you look back you know you do have the axi for a long time has been doing their thing you've got the Hull seals you've got the fuel rats you've got operation ida these are the og we make our own stuff uh, and and huge salute to them what i would love to see because they're going to get back to work soon Give it a couple weeks and there's going to be stations for them to deal with. But in between now and then, I would love to see them turn into a sort of a galactic FEMA of like, oh, this station's in this system's in drought. You see like nine carriers show up and just boom, unload water. You know, this system has a outbreak. There goes the medicines. You know what I mean?
1: That's a really good idea. That's a really good idea.
4: It wouldn't surprise me if they did it something like that. Make it entirely
1: possible. <laughs> yeah. What's that, Psyche?
4: It wouldn't surprise me if they did something like that for sure.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, it would be on brand for them. Well, big, big salute and lots of love for those guys because they rock. All right. Next up, we've got the Frontier announcements. We had three of them this week. Uh, interestingly enough, the first the tim smith mystery is resolved we talked about this last week you know we told you for sure he's he's doing something else and you know how frontier does they keep their stuff secret you know um will was you know moved on to product management for a good month or two before we got to the point that they sort of announced it uh but we knew something was up with tim and now we know what tim has moved on to be the lead cm for the planet coaster planet zoo and jurassic thing of the thing uh and elite's Lost is tim's gain there you go you brought it up and have it right there on the screen uh elite's losses is, is tim's gain he's uh and and they're those companies games he's going to kill it over there we we love you and miss you please still stop by and talk coffee with us because you are awesome Uh, So stop by, don't forget us now that you've moved on to the lovely ladies of Jurassic World Evolution and Planet Zoo and Planet Coaster. He's over there with Shantae and what, Jens? Jens, yeah. Um, So, but uh, we're getting Paul. And Paul, if you remember, he he does a lot of stuff. He's more, I think, focused on, on, on the sort of the forum side of it and whatnot. But if you remember from back in the day like long 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 ago early in the elite times there were some streams that he was involved in and and he has been a a long term long time elite dangerous player so and i know that he he plays plates. he's he's you know he's in on the game so that's that's something to look forward to but just you know we break the news first but eventually that they announce it to everybody and and so now everybody knows and big salute to tim and good luck on on everything to come um i'm gonna just hit the other two points and then we're gonna just do a round robin discussion on all three things second is the free tritium top up this was thursday july 23rd at 3 p.m utc they did it uh, they sort of did it as a surprise announcement it was one of those things where they're like hey guys <clears throat> in an hour or two we're going to be doing uh a, a uh uh what do you call it uh a gift, a, a thing. We're gonna fill up your tritium. Just this is to help those people that are distressed, that are you know out in the black and they got stuck or whatever. We're gonna give them a full top up, and we'll we'll go with that. Um, they had said that this was obviously in response to they knew that there's problems with tritium. Post the dot free patch, uh, and they said they'll be sort of getting to it asap, soon pm. And the third announcement follows on with that. Uh, there was last night. Uh, Arthur posted uh, a note saying the .dot four patch uh, announcement uh, will be coming tomorrow. Look for it tomorrow. We didn't get it yet, and it's past tomorrow. It's the next day already in 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 ye oldie Englandy. Uh, but here's the thing: they they can't roll it back without making things. Worse than they are already, because people would lose all the stuff that they did. Uh, you know, Operation Ida, they wouldn't be mission complete. Uh, the people that we wouldn't be getting ready to sweep day four of the invasion and whatever, we would have lost the last week of everything in the game, and that would. If you want to talk about salt, there would be people setting things on fire at that point. So that's not an option. And obviously, this thing is a tricky one. It's 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 a it's it's an issue that for some reason on their end is 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 tricky. And I, I'm not a developer. I'm not a programmer. I don't know how all that stuff works. So all I can tell you is they obviously know that this is a problem. This is obviously embarrassing for them. They they gave you a gift of topping up your trip tank. And I know that that's, there's going to be some people that that's not enough. That only got me a little bit, okay? But they're obviously working on this very, very, very hard. I would say expect patch notes monday expect the patch tuesday they are working on this with everything that they have and from the interview that we did last week i can tell you these guys their their heart is breaking over this patch going so wrong they very bluntly and very very directly said all right this screwed up we screwed it up we're trying to fix it we really are not happy with this we really this is our baby we do not want this to be a case where people are unhappy we're trying we're working extra hours we're doing everything that we can so so that's that's where we're at with the frontier announcements let's start with uh let's start with the guest first and we'll work our way back up so how about we start with mal for the win your thoughts on these three announcements
1: um pass no i'm just kidding um (laughs) uh, i think Um, I'm, I'm glad to hear, uh, that there's a little bit of shuffling going around with, with Tim and Paul. I think it'll be, um, community management has a very low retention rate. People don't stick around uh, a lot. They tend to not stay with one company for a long time. So what I'm hoping is if this is an indication that they are open at Frontier to moving people between uh, community teams, it might mean that what we see is, even though we don't see the same people on the same teams, they might shuffle around a little bit, which would keep them at Frontier longer, which I think would be good for us as, as gamers.
0: Good um you, cohesion as
1: well yeah 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 it'll be good for them as a team too and they'll be able to say hey listen i'm not sure about this let me check with tim i know he was on elite for the last x number of months he probably has the answer so it'll create it may create a little bit of communication between the teams as well mm. um i think you're right about the patch i i think they're probably just busy um and when it comes down to it would you rather have patch notes released on time or the patch itself released on time and the notes come a little bit late I think I'd rather go ahead and have them work on that patch. Would it be nice to get it communicated? Yeah, but again, it is uh, it is what it is. Um, mm. The Tritium top-up, the uh, I think, was a great idea. My only complaint about it is they said we're going to be topping off your tanks in just a few minutes here. Yeah. I wish they had given us a little more time so that those people who had Tritium in their tanks... Could have gone ahead and made a couple more jumps, knowing they were going to get that refill. Mm. Um, th- that's that's the only thing, the only criticism I can really provide because I think you're right. It wasn't aimed at the people with full tanks. It was aimed at the people who uh, who were out there stuck and didn't have a way to get uh, to get any further. So mm. fair.
0: All right, psychic. So your thoughts on these announcements?
4: Um, community management. Yeah he um i get it i get it tim tim went for went for Bo's old job and got it so that's great good for him so they need to fit it in with somebody else which is perfectly fine um with regard to the tritium i'm i agree with mal in that it's they they could have given a little bit more notice because i found out maybe half an hour before mm-hmm. it actually happened um but also with regard to the patch as well if we don't get a patch by tuesday if there's not a patch by tuesday there's an awful lot of explorers out there waiting for something um i really feel like they're they're gonna need to potentially pop another pop another just helpful tritium Mm. um uh, refill because what's that four jumps if yeah. we're lucky, yeah. like four four jumps for them, so i just I just don't know whether that necessarily whether that was entirely sufficient given the notice that was was provided, especially the people for the people who are stranded out in the black, and especially for people who are, have been stranded out in the black with their fleet carrier and have gone, okay, right, I will suicide back to the bubble uh. um and who still. Don't have the functionality to move tritium from their storage to their depot. Which why, please make it happen at some point. Um, so that, that at the moment those ships are out there, all oh, with, with a thousand extra f- extra fuel, no. or with a, with a full tank, being able to jump four places, and these people still have to go back out to them. I mean, those are probably like slim cases and everything, but it's still. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know. It, it felt it felt a little bit of an empty gesture for those people who were stuck out in the
0: back. I I had to mute myself while I laughed really hard when you mentioned <laughs> about the fuel hose issue because like that was the one thing during the Super Friendo's interview or whatever that I was like this this needs to be this stop this need, I no let, no I I have a crew I pay them millions <laughs> of dollars yeah why can they not why does Daddy have to be here like what what I have to land. <laughs> Are you telling me I have to land an F-14 on the fleet carrier and you run a hose from the fleet carrier's cargo to, to my F- or from the aircraft carrier to my F-14, fill up my tank, and then run another hose to empty it back out into another place on the aircraft carrier? What? Yeah. But, you know, here's here's a thought, Psychon. So what about this? Let's let, it, it, just, just, just turn off fuel for the fleet carriers for whatever a week if you if 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 this is a situation where it's like guys we're, this is harder than we thought i'm sorry this is a oopsie we got to fix it we're we're gonna get on it right just turn off just make all fleet carrier jumps free for a week who care like it's not gonna hurt anything it's it's you're not generating any real income off of you know whatever it's just and and it just Kind of gives a little freebie to the DSSA people who it's like, hey man, I got to do 18 jumps, I got to do 30 jumps. They're going to be doing them all. Just, just look. This was a weird thing. It happened. It's. I'm sorry. It hurt. It, it. 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 We broke a thing by accident. We stopped you from being able to play the game you love. You're stuck out on the, out in Jabip, and we're gonna just here. Here, take what do you need? 20 jumps for free. Here, take them. Just, just go, just go and be well. We'll, we'll fix it next week. And when we do, you know, we'll, we'll turn it back on. And then, you know, your jumps are going to cost again. So whatever. But just for now, here's a little free thing. Here's a little goodwill. We're sorry for the inconvenience. You know, if you go to a hotel and you know, I don't know, something weird happens. You go to a hotel and 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 uh, you know, it's you walk in there and and the the hotel room stinks. It it reeks of weed or something. You know, they're going to be like, ah. we're going to move you to another room and, you know, we're comping the night. Your your night's for free. Enjoy, you know, they're going to give you some sort of goodwill gesture. I don't think it would really break anything or hurt anybody if if they can fix it by Tuesday. OK, great. If they can't just just give people free jumps. Who cares?
4: So, yeah, that's a, um, a really lovely idea, I think. I think Arthur touched on that um, when you were talking to him um, earlier in the week. He touched on like lots of people come to them with those sort of solutions without realizing that it's a little bit more complicated than that. Um, And I think if they were able to go, okay, you've got 18 free jumps, then they would potentially have done that rather than just changing a figure or a global figure saying okay all tritium is now a thousand which to me seems like a much easier in in like the grand scheme of um how the mechanics of the fleet carrier it seems like it would be a lot easier to change that number than go okay yep yeah, now everything's free
0: yeah I, i'm just the only thing that i would point out is if they have the ability to do a global all tritium is at a thousand they could literally just set it to refresh every
1: Oh, oh yeah,
0: that's a I,
1: I yeah. What I've the
4: gone, mechanic is could, on ahead.
1: that. Mm. No, yeah, I, I was I, just kind of like mulling over that. Like, I wonder how hard that would be to change. Just you know,
4: I, I think like just uh, they had to. They clearly had to manually go in and do it because they said that it was would be around three o'clock. Mm. So it has to it has to be a manual intervention. So it's not something that they can go okay. We're gonna do. We're gonna make sure that this triggers every every um, solo every hour or so. We're gonna put it all back to a hun- back to a thousand. However, maybe in every couple of days, somebody could have it scheduled on their calendar to just give us another another uh, a thousand just while we're waiting, as well.
0: Yeah. Just Ooh. just for them. What about what about this? What about? I'm looking and saying, oh, I got chocolate over here. I got peanut butter over there. Let's put them together. We got a lot of Operation Ida guys that are currently on furlough. Let's everybody in the bubble hop in cutters and type nines. We'll go and deal with whatever we have to do to obtain the tritium. And then let's just have the DSSA people post in one place, have it like broadcasted on Anara. And then just, it'll be like, the jaunt to Jacks, where you know we're just we're just just a a line of ants marching out into the out into the you know blue yonder. We'll just go out and hit carrier after carrier and fill them up and get the DSSA boys where they need to be.
1: I mean, that's not a bad idea.
5: <laughs> I think the, the, the not,
4: problem the problem at the moment is the supply. There's also it's not just uh, the fact that it's difficult to mine. See. The station supply is a bit rubbish
0: as well there are some places where you can still get i mean it's not the cheap the the 4k ones have 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 sort of gone away but the 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 quote-unquote expensive ones which like i'm i'm sitting on an extra 45 billion liquid assets i I, i'll donate it what what, 10 billion okay whatever like
3: i'd I'd like to chime in on the supply issue real quick um having watched uh anara for the prices when that patch dropped one of the things that i noticed was the supply is there but what everybody's seeing for tritium supply they're all going after the 5k purchase price and when you go and do that the second it shows up um On Inara, you've got people rushing out there to go drain it. So one of the stations that popped up had 240,000 units of tritium supply. That station was dried up in a couple of hours. And the the point there is they implemented the supply and demand, which personally I I really think was needed for the economy, but they need to do something about uh, how quickly it produces. But uh, with having participated in the tritium market uh, very very heavily since it's uh, dropped in uh, with the amount of people that are out there trying to make you know their you know 500 percent profit per run to a carrier in orbit or to a neighboring system uh, you know they're buying up that tritium really quick and while that kind of sucks that if you don't get it at the start, it's realistic now in the fact that before supply available at a station was just, okay, you can buy this many tons at a time. By the time you get back to the station, no matter how many people are doing it, it's, it's resupplied. But now, uh, that supply, once it's consumed, it's consumed. Tritium fairy's gone bad.
2: (laughs) Oh man. Creative monster. Uh, I, I, uh, I felt really bad for Arthur during that interview because he was so—he he was saying the right things, and I don't mean that in a snarky way. I mean like he was genuinely expressing the things you would want someone in that position to say, especially from a leadership role within that group. And yet, it was juxtaposed by they had just put out this really troublesome patch. Um, and I—I'm uh, hopeful that whether they, whoever they move around from one team to the other, they've got a coherent strategy. They've got a, a, a good set of values around how they're managing community management. Hmm. Um, I, I just think that's it. I, I was encouraged by what I heard from him around that. So I have no, no worries about who they move, where it's, I'm, I trust that they're doing those things for the right reasons.
0: Um, that, you, that's when you need your best people though. I mean, when everything's great, you can have a sort of screw up, you know, placeholder uh, just hanging out, and it's not that big a deal because everything is whatever. When things, when the chips are down, is when you need those men and women that are going to yes. step up to the plate and get it done. So yeah,
2: yeah. I I would also say that, and and I think this is threading a bit on what what psychic was mentioning is, um, the thing they did is probably the best thing they could do, mm. given the time they had and whatever complexities there are behind the curtain, of whatever. Might have been a better idea. This is what they could do quickly—the three mm-hmm. tritium thing. And I like, I like, um, I like Mal's suggestion about like even some notice would have would have been great. You know what? They can they can give notice the next time. And I'm sure I'm guessing there'll be a next time. This is the one tool they've got that now they know works. This may be the only thing. And yes, there's unintended consequences, but this mm. is the tool that this is the tool they chose. And there's lots of ways to creatively creatively use it to to keep things rolling. Um, I, I don't know that I would expect much more complexity to come through in a solution until there's a patch. So I'd, mm. be, I'd be looking for creative ways to use the free tritium top up, whether it's a scheduled thing or they just give people notice or mm. they let people know they're going to keep doing this for some frequency until the problem's fixed.
0: I mean, I, I don't think we're we're looking at that far off. The fact that Arthur would not have said last night, hey, expect the patch notes tomorrow if they weren't at least at that point in the ballpark of, okay, we have an idea and whatever. Now, maybe it, it could sometimes be like, all right, we got to fix. We think this is going to work. Oh, nope. We're back to square yeah. one. That could so, be a thing.
2: Yeah. To paraphrase it's also, him, it's like, it's not done till it's done. And you don't know what things could make it go sideways at the last minute.
0: Yeah, man. So, so the, the actual sort of, uh, you know, the, the actual, there's a high likelihood that it was just a matter of okay we think we got it we're close all right it's gonna be a little bit you know behind it's whatever okay it moved from you know okay the patch is gonna be out friday to the or, or sorry the patch notes are gonna be out friday too well we didn't quite get it nailed down We're gonna, whatever it, they got the weekend to work on it and expected monday i i think honestly we're gonna get the patch notes monday we're gonna get the patch tuesday if we don't i 100 percent agree you know, let's let's go ahead and keep rolling those. So it's it's kind of I hate to say it, but it's kind of like this the the the, the sort of stimulus checks with COVID or whatever of like, all right, uh, this is a thing. This is unfortunate. You're dealing with it. Here's a way we can help. And you know what? Let's bring up another thing. I was going to save this for state of the game, but let's just bring it up now and get it over with because we're on the tritium and I, I, I want to get this done and get tritium behind us. Um, <clears throat> I've seen some sort of responses from people with regard to the tritium that was kind of along the lines of like, well, but I didn't get, you know, you guys got tritium and I, I didn't get tritium because my tank is full. Let me say something. Uh, my tank was 100% full when this rollout went in. So I got zero tritium. Okay. Who cares? This, to, to complain that you didn't get something would be like Bill Gates saying he didn't get a stimulus check. You don't need it. It's not for you. If your tank was full, it's not for you. It's for those people that are stranded out in the black. If you're in the bubble and you're sitting there with, you know, uh, you know whatever, five tons, eight tons of tritium in your hold where you, you've got a full tank and extra, this wasn't for you. You're fine move on with your life the, ma- the if you look at the the actual amount the, the the credit value of the tritium that you would have received you know you're talking about a pittance if you can afford a fleet carrier you're talking about oh man this is this is the price of a you know federal gunship who who cares this was the the point of this was not about we're going to give everybody money and everybody has to get the equal amount the point of this is oh my god we feel so bad for you guys that are stranded here here's some here's an emergency relief fund here's a thing that we can do to help right now so like you know i didn't get anything i'm sure there's plenty of other people that didn't get much or 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 didn't get anything or there's other people that you know didn't have a fleet carrier they don't get anything it's not for you it's for the people that were stranded so please don't be petty right now and like just, it's a thing. I can see it's like a, you know, it's like a three-year-old. Oh, they got a toy. I need a toy. Well, it's their birthday. They they get a toy because it's their birthday. You don't get a toy. It's not your birthday. In this case, they get some gas because they were stranded on the side of the highway. If your car already has a full tank, you're not in need of emergency assistance. And I understand, though, that there is a certain aspect of equity and whatever. But this isn't about equity. This was about Assisting those in dire need Anybody have anything they want to hop in on that before we close out the subject? Nope, all right, so let's rock on uh, The next thing and for this Hold on. This is gonna require a little something next thing up. We've got the frontier stream This was the stream from yesterday in this stream. They had take two on the Matariki Tiki tour And there was a little panther clipper oopsie, but I'm gonna need to uh, Get ready for this So we've got the the video in the show notes queued up to the exact time Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just give you a paraphrase of it though right now. This is quote word for word What was said? Uh, 17 minutes and 58 seconds in question Panther clipper when question mark Steven, uh, so that question was from that English gent. Answer from Steven Benedetti, Frontier Community Manager. We don't have anything to announce about Odyssey at this time, but we will shout it from the rooftops when we do. Now, therefore, either Panther Clipper is a part of Odyssey, or that answer makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You decide. Uh I know that Mouth for the Win has an interesting little uh addendum to that his hit with his thought that we he shared before we started so Mal why don't you hop in
1: I do I I think <laughs> it's a very interesting answer because my my thought would be this is this is like what we're used to seeing from um lawyers and politicians on TV in the US right mm. It's it's a very obfuscating answer that that says to me, it, I, I have this feeling when I when it, when when the question is Panther Clipper and they say we don't have anything announced to, to announce about Odyssey, but we'll let you know what we do, makes me think. I wonder if Panther Clipper is somehow involved, but the Odyssey thing is just a, a red herring. It's a look over here when really maybe some new ships are going to be part of the trickling content leading up to Odyssey. <laughs> like that would make me really happy. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know that's what it's going to be, but boy, would it be interesting? Because if it was, if it was no Panther Clippers ever coming, they, they would, I feel like they would say Panther Clipper will never be a thing. Like it, it, because they have shown they are totally okay with telling us, yeah, that's never going to happen. Now, of mm. course, they said that about elite feet. So, you know, um <laughs> but but that's my feeling is like I look I hear that statement and I see that response and I'm like, oh, there's def- that they didn't like that question.
0: So, I have, That was a political answer. I have two uh uh I have two comments on your 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 answer and your theory that the first is that I want to have your babies. And <laughs> the second is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this answer was brought to you by tinfoil for all yeah, your hat needs. <laughs> for all of your hatting needs. <laughs> all right. Psychic, your thoughts.
4: My thoughts. Um, I am incredibly confident that the panther clipper that everybody expects is not the panther clipper that, everybody, that we're going to get in the game. Uh, Whether there is going to be... the, the the, don't sound so disappointed. Um, whether um, there is going to be something that is Panther Clipper esque, I think um, they're all going. Any new ships are going to be part of the Odyssey expansion. Um, I don't think we. I personally don't think we're going to see any ships, any new ships for another six months. We've you've had your fleet, fleet carriers now. Shut up and drink, drink your gin, kind of thing. We're we're not. Um, we I. I think the content that we're going to get is going to be more external and more community driven than, than getting a ship before it starts. That's my, my gut feeling.
0: Mm, super interesting. I think so Psykit is basically singing, you can't always get the Panther Clipper that you want.
4: No gonna get it you're not gonna get it it's not happening it's not happening so don't get don't get super excited about it I think um yes he looked at Panther Clipper and went yeah I'm done with listening to this question and I'm just gonna do my roll out my um we're not we're not gonna give you any more information about Odyssey until later um I'll quite happily be proven wrong and um i will eat my words but i genuinely don't think that we're gonna get any more ships until the next expansion
0: Mm. okay all right i will roll out one other thought and this is just from the standpoint of like rolling it back dialing it back a little because on the one hand just if you look at what was said there panther clipper when we can't discuss anything about odyssey right now to me like like i said it's 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 If you just look at a transcript and you're reading it out in a deposition with lawyers, they're gonna say this very clearly says you can't talk about Odyssey in response to Panther Clipper, therefore Panther Clipper is part of Odyssey. But in fairness, I'm gonna say that that job, you know, talking live on a stream as I'm doing now, I say 10 stupid things every show, okay? This is keep in mind this is Steven in this exact same stream live stream he said something to the effect of you know oh and then there's soul which is of course the name we have for earth no 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 it's no it's not terra is earth soul is a star that's in our system it is the solar system but like so there's a chance that he just sort of is so preconditioned to Tell them you can't talk about Odyssey. Tell them you can't talk about Odyssey. They ask a question about something. You can't talk about Odyssey. There's a chance that he just made that sort of slip that it wasn't a Freudian slip. It was a, I'm live streaming that's hard and probably looking through notes and responding to stuff and whatever. So there's a chance, but let's move on to arson. What do you think on this, this issue?
3: So what I think about it is uh, I'm very much in the camp that it's probably just a a slip up with the conditioning that you were talking about. Uh, I do want to mention that I completely agree with Psykit on the you're not going to get the Panther Clipper you want. Uh, And I cite the Diamondback as the example because I have yet to see concept art for a ship in Elite that hit the game looking like it. And when I looked at the Diamondback, in my wishful thinking, I was like, oh, it's going to be a medium ship. Hopefully, it might be a competitor to the Python, but for exploration, it was so beautiful. And then we got a small ship that looked nothing like the concept art, and I was super disappointed. And I I think Psych right that the Panther Clipper is not going to be that big, beastly thing that we see. It's going to look different, I, I would wager. Um But at the same time, I also think that there's a chance that that might have been a... Ooh, is it an Odyssey? I hope, Mm -hmm. because I've been wanting (laughs) it forever.
0: (laughs) Arson, if you try sometime, you just might find, you get the Pather Clipper that you need. All right. There you go. We're going to close this out with Big Daddy Roy. Roy, hit us with... Drop some knowledge bombs.
2: So, I've watched the clip a few times, and uh, it kind of reminded me of that trope where, you know, the the prosecuting attorney talks to the person on the witness stand and says, would you please tell the court how often you beat your wife? You know, it, it, it it's a leading question that presupposes it can trick a person because they don't unpack sort of the counterintelligence here. Mm. Um, and I think this happened so quickly. The question, he, it was almost like a light switch went off where uh, even from his body language, he just flipped straight into giving a stock answer about something without... I'm going to speculate without having time to process, am I giving something away about Odyssey by giving the Odyssey answer to this question when it wasn't in the question they didn't ask is the Panther Clipper coming with Odyssey. Right. So that's the, 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 the cognitive gap there. Um, it's speculation. Um, there's definitely a, a, like I said, it was in the moment. I don't think he had enough time to think about it. Mm. Um, I, I think you could read into it that that uh, there's there's an obvious association with Odyssey. All
0: right. So that's where we land with it. Lots of different thoughts. We'll see how it plays out. You will as well. Let's move on. Next up, we've got the ION Initiative. The ION Initiative is the Inner Orion Network. This is the new project by The Pilot key of uh ship review fame uh it's a player made galnet read out by the the galnet voice uh uh the in-game ship you know announcer lady computer you know glados type voice uh and it's on youtube so if you want to see a uh you know, go to a YouTube channel and subscribe to it, and kind of check to see what your sort of daily because it, it drops several times a week. Uh, see what the sort of news is. It, they'll talk about, you know, Slaughter Bowl is happening at this location. Bop, 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 bop. Uh, Operation Ida. Congratulations to you for completing. Yada yada. It's a neat little thing. I would love to see it sort of. <clears throat> I would love to see it supported in game. I would love to see. Oh, whoa. I want to show with like a talented programmer, computer type dude, Mal. I would love to see what? you create an, a, like a thing, right? Like a, you know how EDMC, ED market connector, right? Connects in the game. I would love to see the ability for people in game to just click on a little box somewhere and it brings up and it says, okay, we've got a new ION news. You can and, and just play it. It sounds it sounds the same. Just pull it, stream it from YouTube or whatever into your cockpit uh while you're flying around. Here's an I news. Oh, and while we're at it, uh there's a new flight assist uh, uh podcast. Do you wanna to listen to Mal for the Wind and Psychic interview uh you know David Braben this week and blah blah blah, or oh there's a new live radio or, oh, there's a new guard frequency or, oh, there's even these weird Americans that do a, a, a show called uh, elite week and you can just like stream it while you go. Wouldn't that be cool?
1: That's definitely doable. The easiest way to do it would be as an EDMC plugin. It would just be some Python script. Um, I can actually, actually I'll do that. I'll reach out to the pilot and see if he has plans to do any sort of like uh ion plugin for edmc that would just basically be a media player where you could be like kind of like how the old galnet was where you could do this week or you could go back one article back one article forward one forward one Mm. i mean it wouldn't be tough to do it's just a media player so
4: see this is what i mean about mal is that he's got a lot of work that he's doing at the moment (laughs) (laughs) it.
0: Well, see, we found to eat everybody's talent. My talent is coming up with an idea that I then dump off on people. And, <laughs> and Mal's talent is getting all the work done. So that's it's a division. Like
1: his talent is scheduling and promoting it because everybody wants to know what Psychic is doing and what she's up to. She is the voice of what is smart to be doing in the world of Elite. Yeah, yeah, the trendsetter.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Like me. All right, so uh, let's just hop in, everybody. Uh, we'll start with uh, with uh, Roy. We'll go down the list. Roy, what are your thoughts on Ion? Have you checked it uh, out yet?
2: Yeah, I did. I, I thought it was I thought it was a good idea. Let's just start with that. Um, and yeah, definitely, if Mal can uh, get it integrated into the game, that'd be awesome. Uh, right. I, in, in the most recent one, I was touched by the um, the story uh, with uh, the cult of the Sharknado that was making tribute to Grant Imahara. <laughs> I mean i i thought that was great I thought oh that was great.
0: don't don't even start on grant that that oh. grant and mahara like him passing was like
2: no yeah. what the hell man that's what i mean right it's like i yeah i that could be a long discussion and and well worth it and i just thought it was a great way to make a sort of a touching tribute and and uh yeah i just thought it was really
3: cool the way they did nice. it. nice arson So I personally feel like it is not far off for Frontier making it possible in-game. And here's how I would do it. If I was Frontier, I would expose the in-game playlist that we have on our right HUD as a text file similar to the Visited Stars data um, where there are tools out there that you can use to put different stars in that than you've actually visited so that you can see certain things on the map. But you could then take it to where you have a plugin in something like EDMC that then goes in and points that playlist to things. And then your computer is able to basically see, oh, you have new new things in your playlist and you can have autoplay in game turned on and uh, similar to what eve online did they had an interface where you could play any of the tracks from the game soundtrack but you could also point it towards a folder that contained mp3s you could then have ed market connector uh, go down and grab uh, mp3 copies of say all of these podcasts and news articles and what have you uh, right onto the computer and have the elite client say, okay, you were playing, and you were at uh, minute 53 of 78, and you paused and quit the game, and then you came back later, and then you resumed your playlist from there. Bam. Feature complete.
0: I dig it. And you know what? While I'm running through the list of things we need to do, before you get that crap show Elite Week, and before you get, you know... uh, Lave Radio, maybe not before Flight Assist. That one's pretty good. But make sure you get Galnet News Digest by Commander wotherspoon the best uh, uh elite dangerous weekly news show. So, just wanted to add that plug. All right, let's move down to Mal for the win. Your thoughts on Ion? Other than you just being an awesome dude and offering to do all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff that I couldn't do in a million years. I, I just
1: I really like it. I really like the idea of community cultivated content, in addition to uh, just the the overall idea that um, this is yet another example of the elite community saying Frontier we we liked Galnet. You it didn't seem like a big deal, but there are a lot of us out there who really felt it was helpful for immersion. It was helpful for lore. It was helpful to make the galaxy feel like an alive place. And Frontier said. We can't do that anymore. And so the mm. community went, that's okay. We got your back. And they figured out a way to, somebody took point on it. And, you know, the pilot has said, okay, I'm going to start producing this as community-generated content. Um, so I, mm. I, I think that's it, that's just how the elite community is, you know? And it's one of the things I really like about it.
0: What kind of loser would go to Frontier and say, we want Galnet back? God. <sighs> me, me. i was making a little joke there because i wrote a little thing on the forums that a couple people yeah all right psychic. your thoughts on ion
4: i've never i haven't listened to it i don't i don't really have any thoughts about it
0: okay no worries but it's an interesting thing so maybe check it out guys oh
4: yeah i fully intend to
3: yeah yeah for sure all right go ahead i will say i guess i will add my actual thoughts on ion because i just talked about that feature thing Hmm. um I've listened to several episodes and I think my favorite part about it is the the personality it's almost exactly like listening to galnet i will say that not just because of the voice but because of the uh format and structure of the articles um mm. but the personality and kind of interaction that the narrating voice has with the subjects of the article is also really hilarious as well and makes it even more worth the listen than Gallant ever was to be honest mm. okay well
0: there you go. Check it out, guys. All right. Now we're moving on to the uh, real-life science porn. This is going to be the super nerdy bit that some of you guys that are like, I just want to fly spaceships and do pew-pews might not be into, but I am super into it, so we're going to cover it. All right. There are three missions that are going to Mars right now. As we speak, there are three missions that are happening. One is pre-launch. The other two are post-launch. Let's talk about them. So first off, we've got the American mission to Mars and it's called Mars 2020, which let me say something after you hear the Chinese mission and the United Arab Arab Emirates mission name, you're gonna think, man, the Americans need to step up their naming game just a little bit. Mars 2020 is cool, but let's talk about it. Mars 2020 is a Mars Rover mission by NASA's Mars Exploration Program that includes the Perseverance Rover, Uh, with a planned launch on July 30th, 2020. So coming up in the next five days uh, at 1150 UTC and touchdown, it's scheduled to touchdown in the Jezero Crater on Mars uh, on the 18th of February, 2021. So uh, like seven months, you know, flight. It will investigate an astrobiologically relevant ancient environment on mars and investigate its surface geological processes and history including the assessment of its past habitability the possibility of past life on mars and the potential for preservation of biosignatures within the accessible geological materials so it's going to go like puttering around from spot to spot and it's got all of these little cash containers that that they're going to drop in certain like pickup locations for future missions. Mars 2020 mission was announced by NASA on the 4th of December, 2012, at the fall meeting of the American Geophysical Union in San Francisco. The Perseverance rover design uh, is uh, derived from the Curiosity rover that everybody used to love watching the videos of, and will use many components already fabricated and tested New scientific instruments include a core drill. And it also has Ingenuity, which is a helicopter drone that it's a very cool little. It's like a drone that launches off of the rover. And so it's going to do a little tag team mission there, which is super, super cool. Next up, we have the China Mars mission, which is called Heavenly Questions. Tianwen, Tianwen Tianwen-1, which means Heavenly Questions. is an interplanetary mission to Mars by the China National Space Administration to send a robotic spacecraft, which consists of an orbiter, a lander and a rover. The mission was successfully launched from the Wenchang spacecraft launch site uh, just uh, on the 23rd of July, just a couple days ago, uh, with a long March 5 heavy lift rocket and is currently en route to Mars. Its stated objectives are to search for evidence of both current and past life and to assess the planet's environment. The name, Tianwen, uh, which means heavenly questions or questions of heaven, come from the long poem of the same name written by Ku Yuan, one of the greatest poets of ancient China uh, from about like 300 BC. So uh, there's links to both the Mars 2020 mission and the Tianwen One, the Heavenly Questions mission from China, uh, to the Wikipedia for both of them. Look into those. The third mission is the first mission, uh, really space mission by the United Arab Emirates. It uh, is the UAE Mars mission called Hope, or uh, what is it? Al Al Amal in their language. The Emirates Mars mission is uh, an uncrewed space exploration mission to mars uh which launched uh the hope alamal orbiter on the 19th of july so just you know whatever in the last 10 days or so uh 2020 uh at 958 uh utc it was sponsored by mohammed bin rashid space center and united arab emirates space agency and manufactured by the university of colorado boulder Arizona State University, and the University of California, Berkeley. The probe will study daily and seasonal weather cycles, weather events in the lower atmosphere, such as dust storms, and how the weather varies in different regions on Mars. It will attempt to answer the scientific question of why Martian atmosphere is losing hydrogen and oxygen into space and the reason behind the drastic climate changes on Mars. The mission is being carried out by a team of Emirati Air Eng- Engineers rather uh, in collaboration with foreign research institutions and is a contribution towards the knowledge based economy in the UAE. Uh, Hope is scheduled to reach Mars in February of 2021. So basically all three missions we're, we're in every two years or so, there's a brief window of about a month and a half uh, at the most. And in that sort of window. Uh, is is the prime time to get the transit orbit so that there's a, there's a thing when you go from Earth to Mars, you want to take off at a certain time so that you plan it out to where it makes it sort of the shortest distance from takeoff to, to landing and the sort of highest probability of a success window uh, of those two. And we're at the sort of early end, and you you always want to try to aim your your schedule for your launches at the beginning of that window, just in case you have horrific luck with weather and whatnot. And you have to postpone a week or postpone two days or three days, then another week, then two days and whatever. This is sort of how it's done. You don't want to miss that window. And now you're you're dealing with lower probability of success and longer time and more work to get it done. So We're at that point. And this is so beautiful, man. This is in a time where on Earth, we're still having issues with uh, sort of, you know, not everybody playing nice all of the time. The UAE here, the United Arab Emirates chunked down a ton of money to get, you know, a Japanese rocket with Uh, A bunch of components on the on the late stage device being built by the University of Colorado and Arizona State and California, Berkeley, UC, California, Berkeley. And this is like and and they named it, you know, hope. And this this they're not in this case. I got to give them a lot of credit because they're not going for the sexy thing of like, we're going to put a little scooter down there and roll two. their mission is their ship is going to be orbiting Mars for years collecting climate data and sending back data that is going to help the world, everyone, sort of with the next steps. America and China have two sort of similar missions. Uh, I think the Chinese mission seems to be more ambitious in scope, but we're both sort of putting down in two different spots and searching, and we're both clearly searching for life. Uh, The Chinese come right out and publicly say, they're looking for current life and past life. Now, I I want to be clear, I, I, when they say they're looking for current life, I, I'm not saying they're looking for little green men. They're looking for microbes. They're looking for, you know, dust particles that might have some sort of, like, you know, some version of like, uh, like microbial or, 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 or viral or whatever life. But we're also both searching in, in crater locations for like oh wow this may be we might find some rocks that have some geological samples that show you know a fossil of a, a thing or whatever that was there you know 800 million years ago or who you know whatever um but yeah i've talked for a long time with my science stuff and now let's go around the horn we're going to start with the guests uh mal do you want to go first with your thoughts on all this yeah i it's
1: a really exciting time i uh, i had the the opportunity to go... I've always loved space since I was a kid, you know, and I had the opportunity to actually go to space camp uh, two summers during the height of the shuttle program right before the Challenger accident. Um, and I've just always loved everything to do with getting feet off of the planet and, and getting us... And this these missions are the first steps towards getting humans to actually set foot on Mars. This is the... All of these efforts have a nod towards what's going on on the moon right now, towards mm-hmm. the Artemis missions, uh, towards in the next five to ten years, trying to get people as far from our planet as we possibly can. Um, so it's really exciting. the The first, the uh, China mission and the UAE mission, I think, are also have already launched, right? Both yes, of those yeah, launched.
0: they're both but- they're both in route.
1: Psykit and I are actually co-streaming the launch of the uh perseverance rover beautiful and, uh, mal for the win and dogs of lore are both engraved on the dedication plaque where uh, our community is one of the 10.9 million names that are in, that are engraved on that rover so nice uh, it, we wanted to make sure that we got to watch that live so Psykit's gonna host me and we're gonna we're gonna have it up live so if anybody wants to stop by it, it'll be fun.
4: I
0: guess absolutely, absolutely, it'll be a blast, man.
1: It's
4: gonna be really early for you,
1: Mal. <laughs> I'll have to take uh, like extra caffeine pills and coffee. And Red <laughs> and... Beautiful.
0: All right, psych it.
4: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just super excited. We're, we're living in a really exciting time for um, for space exploration right now. Um, I hope in our lifetime. We get to see, at least, at least like those really those next steps, those steps to Mars and all of that sort of, those sort of things even begin to come to fruition. That would be amazing. Um, Mm. But even being in these exciting times now with this new wave of um, everything that's happening, um, I'm I'm super pumped for it. Really, really excited.
3: Mm, Beautiful, arson can i say modern space race because that's what i feel like we're we're having obviously not with so much the uh hostility because uh, we have a lot of nations working together but I, I definitely feel like like we're back in that step where we should have never stepped back from and the the excitement from myself and from others obviously is insanely palpable um all I can say is I can't wait to watch. Beyond that, I, I can't do anything else but gush. Dude, that is a beautiful sentiment. I love the idea of
0: instead of a competitive space race, a collaborative space race. Where, like, yeah, I dig that. That's awesome, man. Roy, hit us, hit us with the knowledge bomb.
2: <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm also a space geek from way back, and uh, I had uh, my name and and everybody in my immediate family that I could convince that was interested in it put their name on the insight lander Oh, nice. it's already on on mars um and a couple of others but you know look something any any mission that launches in 2020 that has the name perseverance in the title i think is aptly aptly named uh as far as the time we're <laughs> in and I, I would also say that the thing that i'm really curious about on the on the american mission is this helicopter drone you know mm. I, I don't think i need to explain to anybody on this uh hearing this that you know mars has a tiny fraction of the atmosphere of the earth and so to get a helicopter to take off uh even you know a super light one i think that's going to be really cool and mm-hmm. it's the first time something it, it's it seems simple but that's the first time something that fast is going to be roaming around on mars so i think that's really cool too
0: and with the total recall uh sort of it's because it's mars i i want it to be that whenever they hit a button that they take that you know that the little helicopter drone takes off from the from the rover I wanted to play, get to the chopper. (laughs) All right. All right. So you've indulged me with my science talk, guys. Now let's get back to elite stuff. All right. Discussion topic number one, the new, uh, uh, what about a new module type? Ready? Uh, A hard point, air to ground weaponry and or camera or some sort of a sensor suite. So we've been talking about like a a lot of the things, you know, in the interview that I had with Frontier, and, and tonight we've uh, more than a few times said, hey, man, y- you need a thing that fits the role. You need a thing that is used for the thing. And and to me, the, the, you know, one of the things that I see right now, like, hmm, what could be a new thing that sort of makes sense based off of, you know, not just preconceptions of I want this, I want that, but more along the lines of hey, wait, this fits in with the other stuff that you're doing. So if what we're doing it, it, with the new stuff is, you know, space leg, a lot of stuff is space leg based and, uh, and uh, sort of around that concept, imagine a ship that's doing sort of troop drops, they're doing hot drops. So you're, you're talking about a ship that's gonna, you know, come in, drop, troops pile out of it, SRVs, you know, combat assault SRVs or whatever, and then immediately take off, and now that ship is flying close air support. Well, what you're gonna need is hard points, some form of weaponry that have, you know, bombs, guided munitions. um, You know, we already have right now sort of dumbfire rockets that you can just, you know, shoot sort of straight ahead, but a little more, uh, I think, sophistication with how you can handle like you know target uh uh you know different things and you'll have you know air to ground missiles, you'll have you know air to surface, whatever, you'll have uh uh different things like that. Let's start with Mal. With me? What? Yeah, <laughs> we'll start with Mal. Let's get your your thoughts.
1: It's it's interesting. This is this is not the first time that I've heard this. Uh I think Commander Burr said mm-hmm. last week like he was really looking forward to something of this measure too, um, not specifically with the camera or uh, or air to ground, but with uh, with close combat air support, mm-hmm. something where you had one mechanic that would put people on the ground and another mechanic that would make somebody want to stay in a ship. Mm-hmm. to provide some sort of support. So, I mean, of course, I I have a military background, so I, I was in the Army for almost a decade, so um, immediately my head goes to, you have troops on the ground, they're going to laze the target, you have the ship come overhead, it's going to drop the ordnance. Like, Laser so I, I really, really like this idea. I really mm-hmm. think it's a, I, I think it's a good way to bridge the gap between elite feet and flying a spaceship. and And I think it's, the more i've thought about it and the more i think about it and i i heard what what you were just saying the more it really does feel like we need these connective tissues between the walking around experience and the flying a spaceship experience in order for elite feet to
0: work mm. okay all right and you know what we're gonna mix it up here because we're gonna give psychic the chance to get the last in on this one so let's go with roy What are your thoughts
2: on this? Yeah. One thing I've been pondering is if there's going to be a paradigm shift to where you don't always have to have a person associated with a ship. Like if you imagine taking eight people to some kind of combined arms engagement at a settlement, do you need eight ships? Is Mm -hmm. it four ships with multi-crew? Is it one ship where now you can treat people as cargo and you've got like ODST style man in a pod? That you can, you know, drop
3: uh, mm-hmm.
2: from, or or people jump out and use their jetpacks like parachutes on the way down. Mm. Um, what's the what's sort of the logistics there? Is there going to be a breaking apart of the the one to one or two to one paradigm of people to ships? Uh, mm. Like as it is in the game now, you play your ship. It, if it does the whole paradigm shift to now you play your body, basically, and you may be in a ship, or you may not be in a <laughs> ship, and you don't have to be in a ship to get to where you can walk around. Something mm. else could take you there. Um, Maybe. The other, the other thing I thought of is, is uh, you know, uh, what about modules where, uh, what if the ship could project its shield out farther, so you could have a ship on the ground, and mm. now you can use that as a, as a defensive point, and people could be inside the shield of the ship, but still standing a few meters away from the ship that sort of thing
0: or uh, or maybe some sort of ECM some sort of you're, you're a jammer ship like a the old uh oh know, yeah the old, uh, wild of stuff. Stuff. yeah yeah wild weasels yeah
2: yeah that'd be a ton of fun yeah I, I just think it's it's endless but it, the one I keep coming back to is is it going to be like I, I'd love for a drop ship to actually be a drop ship where people pile out of it or people jump out of it or people get shot out of it um to kind of break apart this idea that everyone's got to show up in their ship you could have a, a marshalling area you know a couple kilometers away where yeah maybe every everybody flies there in their own ship and then they organize to how they're going to do the strike and they don't have to take in all the ships they're going to have because they're going to be jumping out so they don't you know instead of just dismissing a ship they're jumping out of one ship that ship's doing the air cover and then they're doing their thing on the ground
0: well i mean it's interesting that you bring up the wild weasels because let's look at specifically the wild weasels you have Back in the day, you had, you know, situations of wild weasels that were doing a sort of a duel, so to speak, with a, a Sam site where it's like, let's say that there is an anti, uh, you know, uh, some form of anti-grunt weaponry or anti-grunt yeah. force field or wall or something, right? That has to be overcome in order for your ground troops to achieve, uh, you know, taking a location. but. Uh, you have to go in there with your wild weasel and do a sort of a duel with the site that is now launching surface-to-air missiles at you. Uh, not not the standard, like now when you go in and you scan a thing and they hit you with some lasers and you kind of just ignore it and do whatever, but like legit deadly missiles that you have to sort of uh, evade, use your countermeasures and whatnot. And, and still take out that central location, so that you're ready to, um, you know, drop whatever wall is stopping the the ground assault force from from taking the location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. All right, arson, hit us up.
3: Arson, I would have muted? to. Oh no, okay. No. Uh, I would have to say that one of my favorite activities uh, is is actually settlement assaults. Um, I'm going to latch on to a few things already said here. Uh, Number one, laser guided missiles. Oh my goodness. Um, I would love to have uh, my head tracker or VR headsets support uh, turret control for Apache helicopter style Hmm. multi-cannons to support infantry. Um, But a little known feature. Now, I feel like I remember this is the case, but it's been a long time since I've done a settlement assault and wings. But you can actually, uh, your SRVs, and your ships in a wing they have shared targeting so if an srv targets say a gun emplacement the ships in the wing with that srv and if this isn't the case that needs to be um can actually turn around and target the wingman's target to target that so you're suddenly able to bring your ship's weapons to bear i want to see that kind of mechanic across all of it i also want to see just in Odyssey in general, I really want to see the separation of your player and your ship. Uh, Even as far as if I am on Roy's ship and Roy decides to go exploring, you know, 20,000 light years away and I was on his ship while I'm on his ship. Uh, It maybe would be cool to be able to control some Achilles robots through telepresence in my assets on the other Mm -hmm. side of the galaxy. But for that combat stuff, the, like I said, the laser-guided missiles having a ship drop pod your uh, hell divers or whatever uh, over a base through a quick flyover at high altitude, and then park you know six kilometers out, firing like. You know these massive missiles from way outside to take out power generators or turrets uh Mm. for the infantry would be uh, just that kind of stuff would be amazing so i'm curious to see what frontier does that's for sure right on all right mama psychic
0: bring it home hit us with some knowledge bombs
4: just to, to jump on like the back of what everyone has said really um the odyssey trailer the first initial odyssey trailer with seeing the ships flying so closely to the the people moving about mm. does give me that little bit of hope that there <laughs> is going to be like that ship ship to ground interaction um rather than it it becoming like a completely separate entity i mm. think i I'm, i have faith that with the amount of time that they've spent working on it that um I, th- I have faith that we're going to be pleasantly surprised, but I still remain forever cautiously optimistic.
0: Hmm. I remember you saying that actually in the interview with Burr, and he was like, yeah, I've never seen the full video because I pass out at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. get so excited. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it, dude. I get it. hundred percent. All right. So let's take it to discussion topic number two internal ship customization slash livery okay i would like to see more internal ship customization livery options uh frontier could even use this as a revenue generator you know let's you can sell different cockpit themes different types of internal lights options pets come on let's get some co-pilots up in here if you put it down and say hey twenty thousand arcs and you get a little you get a little uh, dog of lore in your cockpit that, like, you see him walking around in a little uh, Remlock suit with his little helmet, and That's he's got please. his and he's got his little like uh, those those boots from Expanse, where every time he walks, his little the back of his boots, his little booties light up. Come on, man! Have,
1: or, have you seen my be right back scene on Twitch?
0: Oh yes, oh yeah. <laughs> with the dog is walking, behind, and the SRV is exactly what it. absolutely. We need. absolutely. I, I I dig it, but I want it, I want it, you know, with the little magnetic boots, yeah. like just hanging out in the cockpit while you fly around. And 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 then, you know, like a, a little captain's quarters that's just off of the cockpit where just like how, how Jean-Luc Picard had his little, his little room was right there off to the side. And it's like, yeah, you go in there and, and oh, look on the wall, I've got my triple elite plaque that's up and oh, I've got my you know, you helped out the Hull Seals, whatever thing. And oh, I've got this and I've got that. And you know, who knows? And, and you know, it doesn't have to just be a doggo. There's cat people out there. There's even a certain somebody who's fond of a space hamster. Uh, you know, and I'm not talking about somebody from Baldur's Gate. I'm talking about a, a little Yuna out there. But uh yeah, for sure I think. All right. So that's that's the thought. And we're gonna start with psychic. She's gonna drop it on us. What are your thoughts on this
4: um, I don't really have any um i do I think it's I think it's going to be difficult for them to optimize it having like a little dog running around inside of your um inside of your cockpit well yes is um, a wonderful idea. I think it would be difficult for them to optimize it so that it's um, capable for those of a, those people with um, lower end machines would potentially be struggle for that um the one thing that elite is really really good at doing is optimizing for the lower end end machines um and implementing stuff along those lines is probably going to be a little bit of a drag on resources potentially
0: so maybe what you're thinking is uh our pilots have to stay in the ready you make
4: it a bobbled if you want to if you want to add copolets if you want to have a um a uh dog or a cat or something yes absolutely i would love that i would love to have a cat or like the little cat the little um the good luck cat with the hand the paw those things um i would love to have one of those that would be great but um it i don't think it's feasible um at present to have that and as far as like a captain's ready room for um to see your achievements and those kind of things that's a really great idea um Moving around on your ship with with uh, when Elite Feet does come, if we can move around on our ship, mm-hmm. I need it to be for a purpose rather than just for the novelty of being able to walk around on your ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, seeing that would be great, but you could also just have that on a loading screen mm. or have that on your on your on your start screen. Just this is you in your ready room kind of thing.
0: Mm. Okay, well, I mean, it, it, so. The two aren't mutually exclusive they can put in their number one actual interactive gameplay loops of i got to go into the engine room and do some engineering or do some tweaking or do some repairs and also i have a vanity you know ready room where oh, I yeah, absolutely yeah.
4: they're, not, they're not necessarily exclusive but um the the thing f- for me is at the moment if i can use an afnu to repair Everything bar certain certain items. If I can use my a- AFMU to do that, mm. why am I why am I going to bother getting up and walking all the way to the back of my ship because that's going to take a lot more time? I, I
5: agree.
4: It's um w- if, if there is a benefit to it that is more um um more sort of palpable than mm. um what what we currently have. I don't want I don't want them to sacrifice what we currently have to bring something in that is going to take longer which I mean essentially all comes down to the grind which we should be used to now but still it's I don't know I don't know I'm not super I'm not super keen on the idea of walking around a ship I'm probably one of the few that isn't super keen on that but Mm. um yeah
0: I can tell you this from other MMOs uh, citing I'm just going to cite Final Fantasy 14 right off the bat as an option because that's one that I spent a lot of time playing there are people that ha- literally spend hundreds of dollars of real-life cash on. First, they have to go and buy their mansion, and that you don't that that you buy for in-game credits. Um, but you then have to go and spend actual cash on their version of the Ark Store, which is called the Mog Station, to buy all of these special glam items that you can put in your house. And then those people keep up their subscription. I keep up my subscription subscription to Final Fantasy. I haven't logged in in a couple of months, but I keep it up because I'm attached to my mansion. I know it's stupid, but like, there's people that, that do that. And this is basically a license for frontier to print money. And, and it's not for everyone. There's going to be people that are like, why would I want to do that? But there's plenty of people that will be like, shut up and take my money. So, Mal, what do you think? Uh,
1: Shut up and take my money. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually, I love customization. Um, I I feel like this is probably a longer-term target, um, Mm. just because it's something that would probably drop with Odyssey as opposed to now, um, and I would be totally okay with that. Um, If there's the option to do any sort of customization or you know whether it's through arcs or a different currency or something i am all for it i am all for making the ship internally just as much yours as we can externally mm. um and it, just because that's i mean that's something i've always enjoyed about that i enjoy i enjoy that in, in um i mean you don't get it as much with with uh, world of warcraft but you definitely do get some customization and you know through transmog and stuff like that uh of your your character i love it as part of star trek online i love being able to customize the bridge of my ship and uh and my uniforms i would absolutely absolutely love to have some more customization options and of course pets yeah of course pets i would love to have pets um
3: sure. yeah yeah I'm all, I'm all for it all right arson what do you think i i'm also in the take my money camp um i was really big into star wars galaxies as a teenager and for those that are familiar with it it had this wonderful mechanic where you could uh basically take a a blueprint of a house that somebody built for you with materials and all that stuff you could take it into the game world place it down and once you had it you could actually walk into it no loading screens put down furniture items you picked up in the game world things like that and I think the things that I'm hoping for the most is, number one, being able to open cargo canisters, which I have actually started collecting every cargo in the game as a result of this hope. Um, and basically maybe getting, you know, oh, is this is a box of consumer goods. Let's see what's inside of it, pulling things out of it. I want to see that kind of stuff. But I also very much would like to see uh, the the vanity items for, for ARCs uh, definitely changing the color and lighting of my cockpit and other parts of my ship Mm. Uh, everybody loves a fresh coat of paint i I would also uh for the decal thing uh i would love to be able to like half-life source engine style spray paint all of the decals i have access to all over in different parts of my ship that would be awesome too Mm. i dig it all right. Remind me to be far far away when you get to
0: opening up those bio waste containers, yeah. Uh
3: Roy, I'm not going to warn you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh so I've I've been thinking a lot about uh uh this issue that that um that that Psykit raised and 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 um, we've heard about it in the past, too, of, like, what's the point of walking around the inside of your ship? How can that be useful? Uh, it's, it's things that I would have done on the side panel mm-hmm. with a, a flick of the of the Hotas or a couple of keystrokes. Why do I now want to walk somewhere to do that? How is that fun? Um, and I, what I think back to is uh, I played uh, Warframe for a long time. I haven't played it since the Empyrean update, but um, in that you have a ship, and they have the advantage in that. I guess it's an advantage. It's also a anyway. Of the ships are all the same. Like you have one kind of ship, so mm-hmm. the interior of the ship is very standardized. But what you have is a, a short walk to a variety of stations on the inside of your ship, and it's not. It's not about repairing your ship, or refueling your ship, or or things like that. Each of the stations has to do with a gameplay loop. So mm-hmm. one of the stations is your 3D printer where you're crafting tools and weapons. Another station is basically your armory where you're kitting out your what your your armor and weapons that you're wearing on a particular Mm. loadout another station is for your pet there's a space dog and a space cat and varieties of them and that's where your pet lives um and then there's another station that has more to do with how you mod things which is a a huge thing in that game but Mm. they're not they're not about because i I, i've often heard people talk about well you know i don't want to i don't want to have to run back to a station to you know reboot my my um, power plant or whatever, like, it's not that kind of thing. It's more about the same kind of things you would do now for like, what if there was a station and and, and this is where I go with, I think third party tools actually work against us in the sense because if we didn't have tools like ED engineer, imagine if that didn't exist, but now there was a station in your ship that had that, or there was a station in your ship that was more about the just like the workshop. For engineering but it, it was graphical so you could see more things happening as opposed to just stuff on a list. Um, we're, we're maybe a bit spoiled in how centralized and how efficient things are in all these panels we look at um, but if you think about it when you're like in your engineering panel uh, your workshop panel you're doing stuff that somehow automatically is just happening in the background like your stuff is being added on to a weapon or Uh, added on to your fsd drive without any physicality happening and that's maybe what could be added if those things were done in a station on your ship Um, plus you can you know in warframe you can buy all kinds of doodads and bling and put it all over your inside of your ship and people of course do that and you could even put up frames with pictures and other stuff and that becomes a personalized space and there's there's merit to that just in that and having like a little personalized space whether it's like the Captain Picard thing or like, uh, you know, the captain's quarters in mass effect, you know, the fish tank or whatever, that sort of stuff that, mm. can, that can add to the immersion.
0: I would love a fish tank. I am going to warn you though. Be very, very careful calling out ED engineer around psychic. You'll lose a finger. You lose a hand. Bro.
2: <laughs> I'm, I was pointing out it's utility. <laughs> I
0: know. I know. I'm just playing. All right. So that is, that is excellent stuff and I'm interested. Guys, I'm very, very interested in the comment section of the YouTube video. On uh, at the email, send it in on the Discord. Right in, uh, I want to hear your thoughts on both the idea of a hardpoint, a uh, air to surface, either weapon or scanner or camera or something that could be used, and also your idea on internal customization in the ship customization and livery options and whatnot tell me what you think what your ideas are and whatnot so we're going to skip over the reading the feedback and the prize winner and we're going to go to state of the game and then we're going to circle back around to that prize winner uh and feedback stuff so so i want to make sure i know it was getting super super late for my guests and i want to make sure that we give them a chance to weigh in on state of the game if they have to run so first thought on state of the game I've heard a couple of places the concept of like, well, maybe we should just have an economy reset. Just start everybody back to nothing and then you can whatever. I just want to real quick dispense with this idea. That is a bad idea. Let's don't mention that again. That is all of the salt, none of the happiness, many people being turned away from the game. Nah, Mm mm-mm. The next uh, thing on that was, uh, we already got the Tritian top up salt, the Russian data miner situation. All right. So this is a weird thing and and we do not cover leaks on this this show, but data mining, it's stuff that's in the game. It kind of rides that line where we don't go like super, super deep on it, but we, we look at it a little and so yeah let's let's look at it um in the picture basically they scraped off a picture and it's got all kinds of symbols and and they show you know uh hey this is new and this is new and this is new out of the codex and what do you think and so uh in in russian the translation thing they talk about several things that they pull one is guardian objects another is geology and anomalies organic structures and another is gas giant earth-like planets um they're also from that picture there's three cityscapes that i thought were really cool one was a city time a daytime cityscape with a huge office building that says has bank of zeance on it which is super super interesting to me uh there's another one that's a daytime tropical bay and then there's sort of a nighttime looking one i don't think though I know some people are getting excited and saying, oh, look at these. Oh, it's it's atmospheric. We're landing on cities. Dude, you're getting way ahead of yourself. I think it's way more likely that what you're seeing there are art set piece pictures that will sort of be set to accompany maybe a Galnet article or a a something of of something uh, at some point. So, um, yeah, so that's... That, that, that is, is that, um, and then the, the last, uh, sort of thing that I have on state of the game is the new arcs. Uh, uh, I got the, 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 message today with like, oh, here's the new arc stuff. There is a Cobra paint job in there. That is super sexy. It's the, uh, the, 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 the sort of winding snake around the top of the, um, of the, uh, the paint job. So I, I, I went out and immediately got myself that for the Cobra because I, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Cobra. So the way we do State of the Game for the guests, I just want to make sure that I, I, I call it out here. What we're going to do is we're going to go over those uh, four things that I just mentioned and you give your thoughts on it. And then anything that you thought of for like, hey, man, this is what I'm noticing this week. This is what this this is what's I, I'm seeing this in the consciousness, the collective consciousness of the elite community. And, and we'll just add to it. So, all right, we'll start with uh, with Roy. Your thought on the, the whole idea of economy reset?
2: Uh, well, I, I don't think it's workable in, in its most extreme form. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much work people have put into creating their careers, so to speak, in this game. I can't imagine that being received well. That being yeah. said, uh, I could certainly see a benefit to having a smaller form of crisis that, uh, you know, and and uh, uh, it's been brought up before this idea of... Uh, you know, burning the bubble, or what happens with the new narrative, perhaps around a thargoid invasion or something, uh, mm. where it causes mass migration of people, perhaps you know, using fleet carriers, and like a, a massive upheaval. I think can be a, an interesting way to create a brand new dynamic, but also, in the course of doing that, maybe a lot of other things get done. Like if you need to reset, values of things or values for. Uh, that you'd earn for doing different activities you could kind of make some wholesale changes if you're you know creating a almost like an exodus type event mm. um, so that I, I yeah I can't see it in its most extreme form but I think there's a lot of opportunities for lesser forms of it that could provide some pretty interesting gameplay um,
0: data miners
2: yeah so um, <laughs> the, the, when I saw this the, the first thing that I thought of is the thing I've always wanted in this game um, and 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 maybe to answer um, answer answer one of the the flight assist uh, questions uh, is like a mm-hmm. thing. The thing uh, I, I would have loved to see uh, coming in Odyssey that hasn't been spoken about or perhaps hasn't already been telegraphed. Um, I love it when games have fishing. Uh, <laughs> no, really. Like imagine you get to land somewhere and just chill out next to a <laughs> lake. And you're on the little porch on the back of the ship, or you're sitting on a rock because you're on your elite feet. And there's be- the beautiful scenery, and you're, you're and of course this would be you know when and if we get to go to water worlds, but or even just worlds with ponds on them, and you, you're there casting your fish. And maybe it's part of a you know, <laughs> maybe it's part of a mat farming loop. I don't know, but even if it's not, I always, I always...
0: you try. need eight trout to upgrade your FSD. <laughs>
2: Maybe it's like some kind of wetware that gets to upgrade your biology or something. Who knows? Anyway, the point is, I find those kinds of things like a neat little relaxing escape. And it's just part of the immersion of being in a real world. So anyway, that's my vote is I hope that I hope this means he's fishing. Um, and the
0: arc's paint job. Yeah. I, on, like the black, I, like
2: the, I like the black with the purple yes. snake. I love yes. That one. I love that. That's, yes. uh, that's going to be my
0: so. beautiful now what do you have to add to the state of the game or do we pretty much cover everything in the show tonight
2: uh you know i i'm not going to spend much time on it it's just about the whole mining and the patch thing i'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having fun taking a break from that stuff and focusing on there's lots of fun stuff to do in bgs um and, and uh i've taken some time to go you know farm some stuff for uh thargoid parts and the the axi initiative uh it's just a i don't the, the, the interesting thing, thing is, I'm not feeling any, you know, fear of missing out because I'm not mining because it's not working. So yeah. it's a bit, it's a bit freeing, actually. So.
0: Whoa, whoa! Tinfoil hats, everybody. What if they're new coking us? What if they're going to give us, like, you know, a month of free tritium or whatever so that there's a massive break? And then when they introduce mining changes that bring mining down a good bit, we've had a whole month of nobody mining. So, like, people don't scream as much about it because they're like, it's New Coke. We had that break in between. Mm. And, oh, okay. All right. So, Arson, uh, economy reset. Just You can give it a one-word answer. It's dumb. We'll, we'll accept that.
3: Well over 6 thousand hours since january 1st 2015 hell to the no
0: beautiful um, <laughs> Russian data mining
3: eh, i don't like it i'm not a fan um the images that have come out of it are pretty cool but i agree with your sentiment those are almost certainly for down articles now the, I, I will point out
0: like people are saying like oh look there's a thing that looks like a mushroom Eh, it could be a mushroom it could also be some weird kind of a structure thing or it could be two structure things like a ship going into a, a structure. Um, there's a thing that looks like a fish. It could be a fish or it could be a, a targeting kind of arrow going into the side of like a kind of a station thing or it could be whatever. The one that, oh, it looks like a plant. Okay, I agree with you. It looks like a plant, but we've got codex, We've got, we've got trade goods already that it's like, oh, this is, you know, whatever. This is going to be Lavian wheat or some crap. Like, that doesn't, to me, sing out anything. And the one that people are like, oh, it looks like a little bug. I think what you're looking at there is uh, Vitadyne Nanomeds, uh, which, you know, I've already said, those are going to be the health pots when we go running around shooting. Um, Yeah,
3: so all of that stuff, what I see when I see that kind of art coming in into the play, Mm. even though it's not something that illustrates that, oh, this is going to be in-game, and honestly, which I don't think is the case, um, it still tells me that Later on, when they get down the road in Elite, where they're building Earth-likes for us, Mm -hmm. and they're using all of that animal technology that they built in Planet Zoo, oh my gosh, it's gonna be awesome, because you're seeing all these really cool, just strange things that Frontier has, like it actually seems like outer space and that the fact that that's where their mind is going just gives me so much hope for the future of elite and i think it's wonderful and, the data and on players, a scale see? of okay on a scale of one to sexy
0: your thoughts on these uh uh super sexy cobra the black paint job with the purple cobra uh python ship whatever snake on a cobra uh, it's
3: <laughs> snake on a cobra mm-hmm. i'm tired of these snakes <laughs> on these planes um, Yeah. The it's sexy. There, there's mm. there's not a scale big enough. I don't think. Mm. I'm I'm not. I am not tired of these,
0: M R F and snakes on these emmer and paint jobs. Keep them coming. I love that. I love that 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 paint job. All right, let's see. Who wants to go first for this one? Does Mal want to go first? The second one gonna want to go first. I've been trying to mix it up, but now I'm gonna give you guys the choice. You decide. Um.
1: Now I'll go. All right. So Um, economy reset. I'm I'm going to say hard no, hard pass on economy reset. There's there's a lot of I like the idea of having some major event that would shake things up considerably, but I I agree with the sentiment that too many people have put in too many hours to get where they are in the game and don't want a uh, a fight club level tear down the establishment
0: event to happen. Mm. Mal, you had me at hard no. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Russian data mining, your thoughts? Um, I, I, I
1: mean, honestly, I don't. The, the most interesting thing to me about these is that the, the specifically the little assets of like the fish, the leaf, the, the, uh, the nanobot, the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. The, what those look like to me are more. It's, it's the possibility that they're assets that were created and never used or that they're assets that are going to be used before we go to odyssey so I i think at the most this speaks to me that there are still options for new content which is exciting i don't know what that content would be i don't i don't really you know i mean yeah it looks like a mushroom and a fish and a plant to me but what does that mean i don't know it just means that there's the potential for something we haven't seen yet in game and that to me is exciting.
0: Oh, sorry. I had hit the mute and I'm literally talking to you. Uh, <laughs> last thing was the, uh, the paint job on the Cobra. What do you think?
1: I I love the paint job on the Cobra. I'm not a fan of any of the Dazzle paint jobs, but man, Cobra is sexy AF. I will Mm -hmm. agree with you.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And because I forgot so rudely uh, on Arson, well, actually, wait, I was just about to make the same mistake. Mal first, your other thoughts of anything you want to add to State of the Game from this week or thoughts or whatever, or did we cover everything? We talked a lot.
1: Yep, pretty much covered it. I'm I'm excited to also not be mining and not have <laughs> mining FOMO. Yeah. It's nice to just be able to focus on BGS
0: uh for a change. Mm, beautiful. All right. And and doubling back to Arson real quick, is there anything that you wanted to add to state of the game?
3: Arson. You're mute. Of course, I'm pulling it too. <laughs> uh, I have to say, I've got to mirror the same sentiment. I very much was going to be mining my face off this week, trying to get enough money to buy a few class eight and seven and six prismatic shields. Mm. Uh, But I'm honestly enjoying not worrying about it. Um, I've done so much other more interesting stuff this week, and I'm not a fan of mining in the first place. So a forced Mm. break is kind of nice. And I do, honestly, if they're new, coking us, I'm okay with that. Mm. Okay. And the honored spot of the
0: final word on the state of the game, we go with psychic. Your thoughts on the economy reset? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I love you so much right now. <laughs> uh, the Russian data mining picture with the stuff and the symbols.
4: I'm very much with Mal. I don't think they're... Um, I. I think they have been added to the game as assets that they were hoping to maybe use at some point like as a just-in-case thing rather than stuff even rather than stuff that's even potentially coming going forward um the the, like the new the the fish it's definitely a fish by the way um Mm. and the the um little bug and all of that sort of stuff and um, it's not a mushroom it's a panther clipper <laughs> um, <There we> go. <laughs> but um yeah the, i i'm very much of the opinion that those are uh, everything here are assets that are were supposed to be in the game or have been added to the game as stuff that they had the uh, pos- the possibility of using and they're not gonna they're not gonna end up using them now that's my that's my feeling about it
0: and the super sexy cobra paint job
4: I don't like it. Don't get too shocked or anything. <laughs>
0: oh,
4: it's a lot. It. I, don't like, I don't like any of the snaky ones.
0: Well, Sorry. I was going to offer to have your babies, but now it's off.
4: Now nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good <tough. laughs> um, But yeah, I'm not a big fan of them.
0: Mm. Now, uh, state of the game add something drop some knowledge on us
4: i've not mined for bloody ages since i got my fleet carrier i haven't mined um so it's not like i'm i'm missing out on mining (laughs) um but we we're really, really busy at the moment so there's there's plenty of other stuff, and it's quite nice um, seeing, like, members of my squadron going, oh, well, given the fact that mine's not doing, let's just take a look and see what the BGS orders are right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I can give you something to do. That's not a problem.
0: Beautiful. So, basically, Psychic just dropped the uh, the hipster line on us. She's like, I wasn't mining before it was cool.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm
4: right. an awful lot of mining, though, to be fair.
0: And, and I just want to, because I, I hogged up point two and just kind of went on a mini rant earlier. But uh, let's start at the top and work our way down. Everybody, your thoughts on the Tridian top-up salt. I'm not talking about, yes, absolutely. I 100% agree on the line of like, man, it would have been nicer if they gave us a little bit of sort of advanced warning so that people could coordinate better and to try to, to make the maximum use of the people that were stranded or semi-stranded or whatever. But I'm talking about just the actual salt of people who are saying like, but how come I didn't get something and you got something? Uh,
3: arson. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Beautiful. All right, We're, that's that's your comment though. That's your official comment, and it's
0: on the record, Roy. Uh,
2: feeling salty that you didn't get it is a first galaxy problem. Beautiful. I love you, man, Mal
1: um i yeah i i don't understand i i understand why people have the salt but i i can't get there in my own head okay
0: that makes sense and mama psychic drop it on us
4: More important things going on in the world at the moment it is what it is
0: beautiful all right so we're all sort of of the same mind of like everybody chill and also Again, and and we're not in any way being—I don't think any of us being disrespectful of those people who are legitimately put out because they're stranded, they're trying to get out there. But we're just saying we're all enjoying the little break from mining, and it. So with the one exception of those people that are stuck out there, please, Frontier, help them. I don't—I've got forty-five billion in extra liquid assets. Take it out of my money. Give them tritium. Let them keep going. Those heroes that are going out there to do their DSSA stuff, like please God help them out, so so that the 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 best of us aren't in a situation where they get screwed. But for everyone else in the bubble, chill the hell out, um, and just you know go do other stuff. Go help Psychic do her uh, BGS stuff. Come turn the wheel. Come. Uh, um, do whatever cool new thing the Op Ida guys are going to be doing. As now they're like, you know, whatever, starting a, a maybe starting a, a, a FEMA, like I said, in the bubble, or 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 go buckyball racing, or go to get in on the Op Ida, or not Op Ida, the AXI uh, Art of War, like all of this stuff. There's there's everyone. It's it's a weird thing to me because everyone has spent the last year doing two things number one everyone has been saying mining's too overpowered it sucks you have to mine you have to mine you have to mine and then the second thing that they're saying is like man uh you need to buff other things so that people don't feel guilty for having to mine all the time they can go and do combat or they could do do bgs or they could mission run or whatever okay we're in a place right now where mining is not overpowered and you could go do all of those other things that you've been saying you've been wanting to do for forever. Go do them. Mining will be back in a week. Just, just chill. All right, man, I'm going to get hate mail for that one. All right. uh, Let's uh, now that we've gotten everything for that, let's go back and we'll cover the uh, feedback and the prize winner. And we're going to start with DJ Wiley's feedback.
2: Okay. So uh, DJ Wiley wrote in, and this was, of course, to the question about the mentor program, having that in the game and pros and cons. Mm. Um, DJ says, I think a mentor program, like you described, should really be a no-brainer for FDev to implement for three reasons. One, they help address the well-known steep learning curve of the game, helping retain more players and ultimately meaning more potential revenue for the company. Two, they tap into the resources of the awesome community around the game. They're basically a shed load of players that would be willing to give up their time and practically work for FDev for free to help out new players and again boost retention. And three, they will promote and make use of the underutilized and often maligned feature that is multi-crew. do we lose arson hello arson
3: no are you ready for me to go with woven yes please that was the dj's all right one moment here we got so much feedback this time it's wonderful so light uh wrote in and said thanks for this your idea of the starter mentor started with anarchy online with their arc program time spent as a volunteer was paid back with account time no status for the user account of course this isn't that elite da- this isn't that the elite dangerous financial model my bad uh, uh maybe arcs currency in game instead so basically saying since elite doesn't have uh paid game time for a monthly subscription that they could perhaps give arcs instead so you can buy vanity stuff which is kind of an interesting idea hmm. uh, next we had pp junkie writing
2: and uh, while i understand what your thought process is i honestly think this is redundant there's a lot of material youtube channels and discords that cover this need already while some new players may have a difficult time in the first 10 or so hours it doesn't take much effort to find the info needed so uh, a contrarian view there.
3: Definitely so. The next one was from Bob Blunderbust says, I think the mentor system is good. I think giving people items will not work. People would try to game it and only be in there for the prize. Maybe it could just be a uh, CH. I'm not sure what that is uh, for people just willing to help with nothing but the feeling of helping. I also am not sure how well that would work. Uh, Elite is a game that you got to want to learn, and some people are not willing to Google or look it up on YouTube. I had a friend on Xbox who was a pilot in real life and couldn't figure out how to fly the ship and just gave up. I just don't see a mentor program helping, and we have a ton of YouTube channels who do cover a lot about the game that you would ever want to learn. So I got to say, I think mentor program would be useless. And also a lot of nice squadrons in the game that help people who join as well. So in a way, mm. that is a mentor program already in the game. So also a contrary in view to the idea.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to double back to Teflon Twelve yes, here. He said, uh, "I think a mentor program isn't a bad idea as long as there are plenty of new players still coming in." Some of my favorite memories of playing this game are when I was playing with other people early on who were more than happy to help me learn whatever I needed to know. For example, my friend Dan, who bought who brought me into the game, taught me how to go bounty hunting and it helped me outfit my first ship after the Sidewinder. That kind of experience can be invaluable to new players, especially since I don't know how the new player experience works for players who start nowadays. Um, I'm going to pick up the next one here, Commander Hazard. Uh, As a new commander myself, most of my learning has been from wikis, forums, and YouTube. There are plenty of resources, but nothing can compare to someone else personally showing you the ropes. It would be great if the student could rank the mentor on a few factors, such as knowledge, kindness, help, helpfulness. Higher-ranked mentors could be chosen more often and earn exclusive cosmetics like decals, skins, accessories. As with any system that gives a reward, of course, you're going to have people in it for just the rewards that don't actually care about mentoring, but they'll naturally get lower scores. An interesting
3: thought hmm. there. All right.
0: And Zerkesh,
3: next So Zerkesh says, let's not forget that wikis can grow outdated and guides left by their creators so the mentor program can offer far more up-to-date information. I've run into several things on the wikis and through various guides that simply aren't correct anymore due to the changes in the game over time. The guide that YouTuber The Mighty Jingles is currently using to run a series on unlocking all engineers is, for example, outdated in a few of the steps due to engineers having been moved around and their required items for unlocks no longer being the same, etc. In a nutshell, I think the mentoring system could be a great thing for the game, but it certainly Mm. will have its pitfalls uh, in players trying to game it if there's anything to gain from it in terms of rewards, which Mm. I really believe there shouldn't be. The greatest reward the mentor receives is more people playing the game with them in the end.
0: Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up is Mirth.
2: Mirth. Perhaps a Morgan Mindy fan. <laughs> I agree with no incentives to join a mentor program other than to help new players. Uh, one thing I would guard against is people who would join just to screw with new players. We don't want people who get their enjoyment out of ruining others' enjoyment we don't want people griefing in the mentoring program that would be terrible
3: 100 yeah, I, I think that's where that uh rating mentors would come into play mm. next up we've got Rayoko. is that how you pronounce that that's how i pronounce it
0: ray oco okay a, Our, yeah near koji Oh, I, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead there. I, I pulled an R. Ar- <laughs> All right. Go <laughs>
5: ahead.
0: How do you pronounce N-I-R-A-K-O-J-I? Uh, Rayoko. uh.
3: <laughs> All right. Go ahead with Nirokoji. My apologies. So Nirakoji says, mentoring is a hugely satisfying venture in and of itself. And like the Fuel Rats, I'm sure many people would volunteer to do that in a more formal capacity. They could have an incentive for it with custom skins and perhaps a mentor-only permit locked station or traveling megaship that has some items at a lucrative discount or rares that can be traded out, both questions. It could be tracked through wing or multi-crew time for that specific category and maybe even regulated with rollbacks like power play tiers. This would further incentivize continued participation.
2: Hmm. Mm. Good stuff.
3: Okay. Now we have
2: Ryoko. Mm. Uh, A mentoring program is a great idea. Also, I saw friends trying and giving up on Elite because of its complexity. I agree with the approach, giving no incentives to the mentors. No one teaches better than people who are enthusiastic on the subject, and I want to make people see its beauty. Remember your good or bad math or physics teachers. Therefore, Mm. in my uh, honest opinion, the program should attract mentors who are genuinely in love with this game and therefore draw their motivation intrinsically from mentoring enthusiasm can carry you a long way in mentoring qualifications are still required though i also see the challenge to get new players into the mentoring program particularly the shy ones consider me included miss out on the great opportunity of this game or great community of this game having the mentoring program included in this game as well as having it advertised as something really normal and worthwhile to use might attract a whole new bunch of people
0: man i could not agree with that statement more good
3: stuff all right we got hi-ho hi-heel so Commander Hiho says, I think mentorship chat program would do a lot of good for getting new players more comfortable with the nuances within the game by giving them a reliable in-game repository of information. Systems such as YouTube videos and player-owned Discord shouldn't be looked to as the absolute answer either. They ignore that ED has a relatively small player base and, with that, will have smaller number of content creators, which means there is less overall up-to-date content. I personally came back to the game nearly two months ago after not playing since shortly after release, and the number of resources I found that were completely out of date ended up wasting so much time that if I weren't at least familiar with the concept of the game and played it before, I would have probably walked away then. That's a really good point. Uh, My philosophy for mentorship chat would be, Rather than holding players' hands, more for guiding them to more relevant resources and letting them know what has been patched, there have been more than a few people in various discords and Reddit posting asking how they sell all the LTDs they mined after the patch to break the LTD mines. What I would want to avoid is encouraging people to wing up and get walked through all the content, as I've seen in not a few games. It ends up with people asking over and over for someone to carry them through the content in the game. That's a really mm. good point, too. Mm. Yeah, don't, uh,
0: don't, don't uh, hand a man
3: an
2: LTD. Teach a man to LTD. There mm. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Cleonimus. If a reward system was introduced, I would suggest a bronze, silver, gold, gold time-limited decal. The color determined via feedback. The better the mentor is rated, the golder the decal. The decal should expire after a period of three or six months if no more feedback is logged. This Hmm. means a commander who stops helping eventually loses his decal and encourages their continued dedication to the game and the community. Of course, Frontier could add a mentor slash request mentor option to the in-game multi-screw system that could help too. So another sort of feedback loop being suggested there. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm digging it.
0: All right, Let's actually go with uh, 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 HW next, and then we'll do Von Reisfeld and then we'll do Data. Okay.
3: You taking HW, Arson? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. So HW uh, emailed in, says, hi, a mentor program would be a good idea, but much more needed is to have more information and documentation within the game. It needs to be possible to successfully play the game without any outside information as a single player. Please keep in mind that there are people playing on an Xbox, which is a device limited to playing games. That requires that everything needed to play the game needs to be within the game itself mentors shouldn't be required their function would mostly be to figure out what needs to be put in the game so that it can be successfully played helping others would be one possible means to that end i'm not sure if it would help though or maybe i'm not playing elite dangerous successfully it comes down to either some trade or some sightseeing missions none of which even really pay out while evading useless annoying interdictions every now and then while endlessly flying and docking and undocking it just gets boring very soon i can't say that i agree
0: with all of that one but i appreciate uh that you took the time to write in with your feelings and everybody's viewpoint is valid to a certain extent i mean it's what you feel so yeah i mean maybe maybe there's some different things that you can get involved with i would strongly suggest join the elite week discord and uh because you you know you sent your feedback in uh via the the uh elite week 3306 at gmail.com um but join the discord and and get involved in some of the group things that we're doing and hopefully i think you'll maybe find it a lot less boring and a lot more sort of rewarding and interesting and you would not believe the amount of times that we're just Flying around with a half a dozen people, being silly and and telling jokes and just just cracking cracking you know jokes and cold ones and having a good time. Yeah,
3: All right. now, I would like to to just say that <laughs> to a point of one of the things he said. One thing that Frontier could do, they have these lovely training missions that have the voice actor that they added several patches ago and mm-hmm. like major patches yeah they're fantastic i would love if they really hammered home in those that you know the sandbox you need to create your journey and i don't think that the game does a great job of communicating that fact even though that is the purpose of the game um i still don't really agree with the feedback because that whole process is what we're talking about uh that's what the game's for Mm. okay uh
0: von russ Ricefield is next Reisfeld, Ricefield. i think yeah mentor program one of guys that tried to whack hitler with the with those briefcase bomb but yeah, yeah.
2: mentor yeah. program it's a shame one really doesn't exist granted there's your typical tutorial you can select from the main menu as well as a find a mentor multi-crew option which is next to never used but ideally a mentor program would help massively in the elite community especially with new players from starting out to detailed explanation of career paths, ranging from trading to piracy to exploration, which ships are ideal for what role, best ways to grind engineering, etc. Information as such would be extremely beneficial to new players rather than spending more time googling uh, the web looking for answers. They can get uh, stuck into the game much sooner if such information was at hand ready to read. Heck, even veteran players can learn a new th- thing or two. Additionally, it can be a new way to build upon communication, as well as allowing new players to engage in the community much sooner. Personally, I think we should push for this kind of thing, but as I stated previously, it's a shame that not enough people utilize this method, as well as the find a mentor search within Multi Multicrew.
0: Mm. Okay. And to wrap
3: it up, let's end with Lieutenant Commander Data. Lieutenant Commander Data says, I like just about any idea that gives more opportunities for players to work together, the mentorship program included. I won't repeat the many good reasons already given by others, so here's an idea I think would be cool for such a program. More ways for the teacher and student to interact through the user interface, like a sort of enhanced wing or multi-crew, where the teacher has more ability to control the ship, plot routes for the student's ship, etc.
0: So much good feedback, and I, I could not agree with with data anymore um here's the thing guys this was very very tough we got a mountain of feedback and that was awesome and even some of them that disagreed with me like if if you know it's like okay i see you're making a point there that's interesting we had to go through a couple of rounds to sort of narrow this down because the feedback was so good um but i think in the end just by a hair out of out of like there were there was there were like five people in the running it was that good but Zerkesh took it so congratulations to Zerkesh! you sir have won a uh let me pull it up and get the exact um <clears throat> let's see here where is it it's right here you sir have won the This one is the... Wait, is this one explosive? Yeah, the explosion pack. You've won... Wait, am I looking at the wrong one?
2: It was the... Explosion pack this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking, I'm I'm second-guessing myself because I have this thing sort of put into a smaller window. There we go. The explosion pack. So that means that you get the Gamescon Cobra paint job that's an exclusive, the PAX East Vulture paint job, I like that one, that's an exclusive, and the PAX South Sidewinder uh, paint job that, again, is an exclusive. So, Zerkesh, congratulations. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, just message me uh, in the Discord, and we will... Uh, For sure, I'll get the codes to you and you can redeem it and congratulations on your victory. Um, Now, for this week's community feedback, um, you know, this week you can win the Gravity Prize Pack. This is a decal and two paint jobs. And for your chance to enter this week's contest or just to take part in the community feedback section and hear your submission read and discussed on air, the topics are Number one, the new module concept, an air-to-ground weapon slash camera slash, you know, whatever. Di- uh, what, uh, some sort of... Uh, uh, what am I saying, guys? Camera, what's keyboard? the other thing? Uh, no, no, no. The other thing of you got the weapons, you got the camera, you got the sensor. Some special, sensors. like, you know, sensor or jamming, you know, like we're talking about. Oh, with yeah, the yeah. Weasels. The wild weasels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and topic number two, internal ship livery and customizations. What, you know, what do you want to see added to it? What are you like, shut up and take my money. I want a llama in my ship or, oh my God, I want my, I want a disco ball or I want a bobblehead that is uh, all of, I want my power play. I want my Ling Duvall po- bobblehead. Uh, I happen to know, wink, wink, that they have a thing done up. So they have those. They have those internally. It's just, Haven't given them to us yet. So what do you want for your internal ship livery? And as always, you can enter the feedback section with a well-written review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, etc. You just need to send us a picture in the Discord in the hashtag community feedback um, section so that we know. Because, you know, unfortunately... If you live in, you know, Australia or Ireland or whatever, I'm not going to we're not going to see your your feedback on iTunes or whatever, because they, they, they segregate them all in different areas. But, you know, if you live in Tokyo or Afghanistan or Iceland or New Jersey, just go ahead and write a iTunes review or, or, or uh, Spotify or, or Google Play uh, review and take a picture of it and post it in that channel so that we know and it can be. You know, it's not, this isn't like, hey, you have to give us a five-star review to be entered to win. You can, uh, <laughs> okay. I just looked up at the chat and I see, uh, Coffee Maker and Ashling Duvall Body Pillow. And I think <laughs> one of these two I want and one of these two I need. Why? Wow. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, man. It doesn't have to be just a five star review. It could be like, hey, I'm giving you four stars. I like your show, but you know, it would be better if you did this. Whatever. Like, whatever, man. We're not we're not trying to force you to do, you know, oh, you can only just blow sunshine. Like, nah. Give us whatever. But that's how you can win. And and those you know what the prize is now. So um get in touch with us. Guys, we are way late. We're gonna wrap it up. It's been a great show. I want to say again, thank you so much to Mal for the win and psychic for coming in and visiting with us. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Arson. Thank you everybody in the chat and enjoying the the show later on in podcast form or whatnot. Um, again, make sure that you hit us up, you know, all the ways I said it in in early on, and it's going to be in the show notes. The show notes will have the timestamps coming up here in the next hour or two. And the podcast version will be ready to, uh, to air you know tomorrow morning so uh arson go ahead and play us out brother let's get out of here